Cool, I got the keys, so I just come in here and comment the music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? <laughs> Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, no, you wanted to play a little bit instead. Aquaman's a hero! It's better than that one looks like. I guarantee you, Trisha, we now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! Listen to Fantastic Forum, all games radio's premier comic book show, and you're live. Weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from all game studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you just stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. On Skype, he is... Our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, we have our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He's Oz. Yeah, they know me already. Word. And, uh, next... The backbone, the pillar, the strength, the fantastic forum. Our nine, vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses. Mac. Yeah, gee, Larry, I'm I'm happy to talk to you too. Oh wow, did did I sound not uh, excited enough? <laughs> Wasn't intentional, I promise. <laughs> and last, and possibly least, my name's Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Bear. Sometimes they call me Mister. Sometimes they let me know that I have low affect. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. Uh, we're going to be reviewing Teether number one. Uh, that's Antarctic Press. Is it Antarctic Press? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we're also going to be talking to you all about uh, the season two of Luke Cage. And we're going to be talking about Incredibles 2, the Pixar sequel. What? It, how, how many years is it in the making? 15, 17? What is it? 14? 14? Some crazy number. So we're going to talk about all that and, of course, the latest and greatest in comic book news and whatever else you all want to talk about. So I'll tell you in just a moment how to get down with Fantastic Form to let us know what it is that you want to do. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio the All Games Radio Network, and of course you all, the All Games community for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. 
You get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you got to do is give them a call. 310-538-3198. You could do it now. Someone's there. Uh, in fact, uh, if you go ahead and mention Fantastic Four, <laughs> hook you up with some graphic novels. Buy three, get a fourth one for free. It'll be good times. It'll be good times, and they'll ship anywhere in the U.S. for the low, low, flat fee of $5. So do it. Give them a call. Why not? They help us out. You should help them out. Um, also, no, no, that's it. That's it. You want to get down with Fantastic Forum? We got a few ways to do it. Skype. Download it. Add us to your contacts. Hit the green button. You'll be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Yep. Uh, also, you can join our Discord. And, uh, yeah, you know what that is. If you don't... How do we join the Discord? There's a, there's a link on the oh. website now. There you go. Um, I oh. haven't tried oh. it, but I, I heard about it here. Let me, let me go on there right allgames.com? now. Yep. Allgames.com slash live, I think it was. Discord? <laughs> that would be smart. That that would games. make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Derek's a guy. I believe that's what he would have done. Allgames.com slash live, and then there's a big old Discord button. Bam. Hit Discord. And then you can join the allgames.com chat, whether it be the general chat. Uh, we do have a specific a specific text like a specific chat channel too but you know i don't know i think i think we may not need it i think i don't know we'll see we'll see how it goes i wonder but I, I wonder why they didn't put that button on the front page <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say oz i'm no i'm no internet programmer but that <laughs> right exactly Apparently, neither is our webmaster. Listen. Who shall remain nameless. Right. So, anyway, welcome to Fantastic Forum. Gents, it's it's good to be on air with each of you once again. I like like this whole all the members of Fantastic Forum on at once thing. We should do that more often. Could have fooled me. You know what, Mo? gonna take it i'm gonna take it it's like i don't know i don't, I, I don't know what to tell you like I, i'm in a good mood <laughs> and i'm just fucking I, with you larry i don't know why it's not like but i feel you though i feel like it's not coming through like i feel like i've been in much worse moods than this and have yeah you've been a lot more hype it with shittier days maybe that's probably it. you're one of those tormented entertainers <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is everyone you're losing your edge Everyone knows that like, about me. I'm a you can't, no, can't even tell you have an edge, but you do because you just harness it into these good vibes over the airwaves. Yeah. And this enthusiasm. There it That's is. That's why we call oh. him Larry the Entertainer. That's why they call me Larry the Entertainer. Exactly. Larry the Entertainer. That's such a bad name. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's interesting how it's like Cedric sounds so natural, but Larry, no. Maybe Lawrence, but still, that's not as good as. Nah. Yeah. Maybe if you went with your middle name, Michael. Michael. Yeah. The that look. That Michael the Entertainer sounds like the worst entertainer ever. Like I rather. I but rather, at least you could see it on a flyer. Well, yeah, but like I could be like a novelty show in Vegas. I take make my a good living. 
Like, I, I feel like I would go see Larry the Entertainer before Michael the Entertainer. Like, really? Uh, Michael the Entertainer sounds like the like the safest show in the world. Larry, it's like, okay, that guy's going to have to work hard, right? <laughs> it's like, he's probably going to juggle, right. set himself on fire. Right. Like, he's one step above Jackass. It's like, right, exactly. Like, Larry the Entertainer. For what what he lacks in his in in skill, obviously he's gonna make up for in sheer sheer enthusiasm. <laughs> like you know what you you walk away and be like you know what he was terrible, but in the best way possible. <coughs> Look, I for whatever reason I was just like, man, I feel like is that what my exes felt? Like, <laughs> 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 like that's what went through my head. Is like that's what the the exes were like. Yep, that's Larry. <laughs> Larry the Entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, ladies. Hey, look, that's the only thing they complain about, not size or weight or anything. <laughs> so be happy. That's it. Well, out loud. <laughs> anyway, uh, but how are you all? Are you all doing good? Yeah, man. I mean, we're chilling, drinking, smoking, you know, yeah. like black Jesus. Okay, <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. How about, how about you, Oz? How you feeling? Yeah. <laughs> That's actually good for us. Well, uh, saw the doctor last week, um, so I'm, I, now now I know I'm clinically obese. Oh. Oh, you didn't know that. But before. you can fix that though. Well, that's the funny thing. I had just lost thirty pounds, so I'm going yeah. in the office feeling good, and she's like, "Well." Technically, you're you're obese. It's like, oh, okay. But a lot of people in America are, are yeah. Obese. But all you gotta do is change your height on paper. No, don't don't change your height. But I mean, yeah, like, I, you I'm like definitely wearing. The, I'm, I'm wearing a different pair of shoes next time. Hilarious. If you lost thirty pounds, you're going in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, but now he's got to work for another thirty. It's, he's not thirty pounds overweight. Oz weighs about what, like two. 17. Oz is, Oz is 15 pounds overweight at best, I bet you. 250. You're at 250? Yeah, so, so I was at 280. Okay. So, yeah, so he's about, uh, and you're what, like 5'9? Five, yeah, 5'9. Five, uh, you're a good somewhere. 75 overweight. That like 20% body that, fat. That's about right, because um, she did it based on BMI index. Yeah. And she said, I'm, I'm a 32. And anything above 30 is obese. Yeah. So, and then I went to Google and did calculators and all of that stuff. I, at 220, I, I come underneath the obese tag, so. But, you know, all that is based on white people, too, though. Yeah, but, you know, they rule the world, so we got to go by what they say. I mean, no, well, I disagree. I disagree. I'm just hey, saying. Just look out the window. Listen, look, I, I don't need any reminders after today that white people rule the world or run the world right now. I don't like I, I get it. What I'm saying is, you know, you can still be different and understand that. And I'm not saying don't lose more weight because you should. Oh, yeah. Nobody's talking about your weight. Not me either. But. <laughs> yeah. But but I'm just saying don't mess around and look at that scale and be like, oh, it definitely applies to me because it very well may not. Like I, I I'd kill the B250. Hey, I'm right here with you. I'm try- I'm working to try to get there. Because uh, so. <laughs> like, I-, I started going to the gym and running and lifting weights and shit. Yeah. 
I gained ten pounds. That's hilarious. Well, you're never gonna lose weight on a on a vegan diet. I mean, you look at that. No, I'm not. I'm not on a vegan diet. I changed it up when I went back you're to not the gym. Weight on a vegan diet. You do, but he, he no. doesn't think so. I mean, you look, look at the animal kingdom. All the fattest animals vegetarian. What are you talking so about? Makes like, so they're delicious. only fat because they have four stomachs to break down what the the veg, the, the grass. Right. So if you go vegan, you grow three extra stomachs. It's right. science. I mean, if you look at the fat animals that are vegetarians and be like, those are the only vegetarian animals, sure. But, you know, there are other animals that are vegetarian yeah. then too. Like a gazelle. Right. <laughs> like deer. It, it's actually rare because even like the fat animals, again, back to white people ruling the world. It's like the fat animals that, ju- that Oz would consider fat are fat by human standards. So it's like that would be like an orangutan, but by orangutan standards, they're all pretty slender. That's funny. No, it's true. Like if you see a fat gorilla, like you see a big gorilla, he's he's like big buff. He's but got he's some body fat, but he's all muscle. Right. And then you see a fat gorilla, and it's, it looks just like that big buff gorilla, only bigger. You know. I think, really, the the only reason, like normally, I would have fought that obese tag. But yeah. my doctor is a female, and I feel comfortable pulling out my dong and showing her that's where the 20 pounds are. Oh, jeez. Really, has This is where we're going. This is how we're starting the show. Like, we're like 20 minutes in. What are you starting? Even, look, we haven't even gotten 20 minutes in. We, we started at like 35. We're barely 10 minutes in, and you're already talking about your penis. Hashtag me too. <laughs> Not you. The, the one time I, I no, take it off too. my shoulder. Like I have 20 pounds in my thong. <laughs> the one time I take it off my shoulder and, you know, coil it around my leg and okay. it comes back All in. All right. Yes, Mandingo, whatever you say. <laughs> it's like, there it is. Oh, okay. He made it out of the Green Lantern ring. Jay. <laughs> a, di- a giant green schlong. It's more. It's more of a brownish pinkish ring. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the co- that's the color on the other spectrum for horny. Oh jeez. Uh, How are you feeling? How about that? Um, the less said, the better. The the less you say, the better. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, Jay. Are what you... about your dong? How's it feeling? Uh, yeah, you carrying twenty pounds in your pants? Yeah. No, I am not. Well, fifteen pounds it's still isn't that bad. Look, listen, everyone, virtual, virtual hug on Jay. You get virtual group hug, Jay. We want you to be better, buddy. And if there's anything we can help with. Feel free to ask, man. Zach. Outside, you know how, outside of dong issues. <laughs> you know what? The way he sounds today, aside from that laughter, I would have said, maybe. If it'll make you feel better. <laughs> oh, there it is, eh? We're, we're here to help, apparently. But once he laughed, I knew I, it's not. I'm not even going to have to suggest it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, shoot, we got a lot to cover. Let's get into it. Um, 
How about let's talk about Incredibles 2. It's a sequel to Incredibles, which it's interesting because how long do you say it was? 12 years? Is that what we're talking about? I think like 14. 14. My nephew was like 4. Okay. Yeah, my nephew was 4. He's 18. I don't know when you got there or what showing, but and uh, the one I went to, there's like a whole thing at the beginning with the stars saying, yeah, we know it's been 14 years, but it's been worth the, it's worth the wait. Trust us. Oh, you know what? I did see that. I was kind of like, we, I was up movies now before we watch them? Like, I'm like, wait, just just play the movie. <laughs> no, I wait. think they owed us an So apology. what was it, like a PSA? It wasn't a PSA. It was like a mini doc. It was, like, it was an Mike apology. Doc. Huh? It was Man. it was literally an apology for taking so long. But here's the messed up part. They're like, it's worth the wait. We promise. They hype us up. Duh, duh, duh. And then what happens? They play the Pixar short. And I'm like, wait a minute, goddammit. it! <laughs> <laughs> hype me up for Incredibles 2, and now you showed me something different. Wait, where's Incredibles 2? I was like, they messed around it. Like it was like it was literally a hype train from friggin'. Holly Hunter and freaking Craig T. Nelson and freaking Samuel Jackson. I'm like, okay, well, let's go. I'm ready. And then they messed around and played Bow. And I was like, okay, Bow's amazing. <laughs> was, <laughs> like, was, that, was that a new one? I felt like I'd seen it before as I was watching no, it. Oh, no, it's new. What, what's Bow? It was a, it was a, a short, because you know how Pixar shows show yeah. are short before their movies. And it was done actually by a. Uh, uh, a female director um, that is of Asian descent mm-hmm. and uh, it was a really touching story about a mother uh, like losing touch with her with her son and you know I'm crying already dude, it was it was it was it was pretty amazing it, honestly it'll make you cry even more because her son is represented by by a piece of food a little a little bow a little bow dumpling a little look at that's look and here's the thing i was angry <laughs> because i was like what happened to incredibles like, i forgot you're like fuck this bitch and their son <laughs> well well no here's the thing i didn't know what i was watching at first because you know yeah you expect a movie yeah but it's what it's how long is it what seven minutes four ten minutes something like that like you know it's not it's it's a it's not super short, but it's it's a, it's not you know it's somewhere in the middle where it's like okay there's enough time going by. But at first I was just like, you know, because I'm like I thought you told me I'm I'm supposed to be ready for Incredibles and then you play the short, and now I'm like what am I watching? Because I don't know anything about this short. But yeah, by by the middle I was like. Like I was like it had my full attention. I was like, God damn! Now you're crying before the movie even starts. I look. It was it it was touching, dude. It was touching. Like you like it's almost worth going to see Incredibles two just to watch the short. (laughs) Because I was like, God damn! But of course, you know, America being the place it is today, you can count on Twitter. (laughs) They're mad that it was Asian and a woman. Well, they weren't like nobody. I don't. No one knows that the the fee, the director's female. No, no one. I don't think people are necessarily. Well, they're kind. I don't know if they're mad that it's Asian, but the thing is, is like, 
people didn't get it. They're well, I, not people in general, because obviously, like Oz got it. I don't know it. How, well, I'll, how hold on. I, I'll say this: for a little bit, I was getting pissed off because I thought this little dumpling actually came to life. <laughs> right. Like no, I, I thought that was the point, and then when I when I realized, oh, it's an analogy, and I see what's yeah. happening, and then you know, the what happens happens. That's when that's when it hit me. Yeah, no, point. it it right, right. No, it's it's hardcore, man. It does a lot in a short amount of time, and but it, the thing is, is that it's just that it, it's not. And I say people, but. Unfortunately, what I what I really mean is white people, because, <laughs> because like white people went to Twitter and they're like, "What? What is this? What's going on? Ten minutes of my time wasted. What the hell? WTF?" And I'm just like, "But it's not like all white people, is it? I'm like, not, oh no, I'm not saying all white people. Because I'm well, I just think it's a people like this modern age of moviegoers. Well, here's the thing." And somebody brought this point up, and I was like, this is really the whole... I don't want to say millennials, but, you know. Well, no, it's not millennials. It's it's Because, I mean, some of them may be millennials, but it's, it's running a spectrum here. But, but the point is this, is... And, and this, like I said, this is not my point, but this is, like, an amazing point that was made where it was like, people will mess around and wait after the credits to see... A post-credit scene from Marvel, right? Yeah, and they or won't even worse from Fox, and they won't know what the hell is going on, and they'll go to Google, and Google what happened, and have somebody explain it to them, and then they'll be like, "Oh, I get it now." You know what I'm saying? Or you know that they, they'll do their research to figure out what the hell an end credit scene is. But when you have an animated short that obviously has some kind of cultural significance, they're just like, "Oh, waste of time." Shouldn't have been shown. Why the hell? What the hell is this in front of my Incredibles movie? It's like, dude, why not just go to Google in the same way? Like, you're already on the internet because you you're on Twitter, right? It's like, go to Google instead, and then just figure out why what was happening. Because hey, you didn't get it. That's fine. Nobody's sitting here saying you should have gotten it. But now that you don't get it, you're like, oh, you know, that was that wasn't something that was worth my while my was, my man, only look. my only real problem with that short uh it's a beautiful short i enjoyed it i'm glad i watched it but to me the shorts before the movie were always to extend the the movie time because an animated movies don't usually run even regular full length time so they got to add those extra 10 minutes incredibles is two goddamn hours it it it's the one an, it's the one animated movie that doesn't need a short in front of it because it way goes beyond the the normal runtime of ninety minutes. It's two hours. Well, let's get into it real quick though, because I will tell you I had no idea two hours had passed when I watched. That joint lived up to the name. It was incredible too. You know, That's, wow, pick, like picks up. Like seconds before the last one even ends, <laughs> right? And it's interesting because, it, you know, I know myself. I'd heard already that it started where where the last movie ended, 
But I was totally expecting that to be like, okay, they're going to show us that fight, da 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 and then we're going to time jump. And that's not what happens at all. Like, it stays right where, like, you, you can watch those movies back to back. So it's a direct-ass sequel. Oh, dude. And it doesn't lose yeah. a beat. I'm so glad I haven't seen it. What? What? Why? Because I played the game Revenge of the Underminer because it was a direct sequel to the movie. Are you talking about the game that came out, like, when the first movie came out? Well, there was the movie game, and then there was the Revenge of the Underminer game. But that that came out, like, a year later or what? Probably, yeah. Maybe, like, you know, it was a sequel to the first game. Yeah. Does it take place, like, right after the first movie? It's literally scenes from the movie where it ends, and the Iron Underminer comes out, and then it starts from there. See, I'd like to see you watch this movie, because then you can tell us if how they defeat the Underminer matches what happened in the game. Well, that's why I, I you know, I, I swore off cartoons for a long time because I don't want to be angry at some fucking cartoons. And that's why I didn't go watch this movie. Yeah, but wow. you're not going to be angry. It, it's a dumpling that comes to life. If they change. <laughs> <laughs> you if love dumpling changes- and anthropomorphic stuff. <laughs> if it changes what I played in the game, then I'm going to be mad. I don't think you will. I think it, it, I, I that's, that's my you, thing, Larry. I can almost guarantee you. If, if I don't get mad at stuff like that, I have nothing. It's going to change everything <clears throat> about the game, but I don't. I still don't think you're going to be mad. I'm mad already. Oh, he's mad already. Jay, help Mo be less mad. Um, help him be less mad. Well, I probably shouldn't stop talk about where the entire movie stops so they can play a DVD extra. Wait, what? I don't know what he's talking about either. What what do you say? The Jack Jack fight that did not belong there. Like that should have been the short. Right. You didn't you see didn't... I didn't even see them. I didn't watch the movie oh, and I know what it should be. Huh? You didn't like the Jack Jack fight? No. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah, I, that, that was terrible. Really? Wow. Okay. So, uh, look, obviously you have a, a maybe, or not obviously, possibly you have a different take on this movie. Like, I mean, compare, just compare it to the first short, the first Jack-Jack short. Like, the first one was funny. And it had an actual purpose to it. Like, this one doesn't. Wait, but there, there's no Jack-Jack short. It's, it's part of the story. No, there was a Jack-Jack short as a as a precursor to another movie. I think it was like Cars or something. No, no, I, I know what he's talking about. I'm just saying that like you, you're comparing a short to a scene. Yeah. But it's fit into the movie. Like, you could put it in the movie. You could put the the Jack Jack short into the movie. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying there's nothing wrong with putting something like that into the movie. You're saying that this particular scene fails in a way that the short succeeded. Yeah. 
Plus, I do, I do think that the short benefits from not being in, but at the same time, if you would put it in, it would not have felt as random and out of place as this one does. Wait, so, so wait, so are you saying, generally speaking, that scene should remove from the movie and it make the movie better? Yes. Okay, but you're saying. If you do have a scene like that, at the very least, make it like the Jack Jack short versus the actual scene that's moving. Right. Oh, okay. Well, oh, I mean, a- it still it still works because they don't really know what Jack Jack's powers are at this point. And that's what the short was was the the babysitter babysitting Jack Jack, and then these powers start to develop. Right. But it, it doesn't confuse people that don't know that because they explained like the the whole family's like, Oh shit, this dude's got these all these crazy powers and then they actually explain why he's got so many crazy powers. Yeah. I'm not saying anything about being confusing. I'm just saying I didn't like the Jack Jack section. Yeah, he's saying he's saying it's not good. Like that particular scene. Yeah, or- right. Or mess like which if I miss like you tell me if I'm right or wrong here. What it sounds like you're saying is that particular scene kind of messes with the flow of the movie. Right, like the movie just stops so that the scene can happen, and it's not a good scene. Okay, yeah, and and you know what that that's fair. I, I mean, I can't be mad at that. Like I. I don't agree, but I can understand where you're coming from. And, you know, it's one of those things where if I go see this, the movie again, which I, I hope I do because I liked it a lot, um, I'll look at it with that in mind because, you know, I'll just kind of be like, hey, you know, I, I mean, obviously, you know, I might have been hyped up by what I was watching beforehand. And maybe I just kind of glossed that into just like, hey, that's incredible, too, because Everything else I watched before was incredible, but, you know, I'll give it a more critical glance upon second watch. And right. Be like, hey, maybe this doesn't need to be there. But, but you know, it's... It, also, I, you should watch, rewatch the first Jack-Jack short for The Incredibles 1. And just try to imagine if they had placed it in the movie, how well it works. And how well it actually flows with the movie. Well, but here's the thing, though. Like like I said, that's the babysitter. Well, I'm going to watch it again this weekend, so. <laughs> and and what I will say is the babysitter in that situation can't work because that's, like, not what, the, like, the plot calls for something different. In, what? The plot calls for something different in the movie. Because in this movie, there is no babysitter because you have... No, what I'm saying is how it fits in with the first movie. Oh, how the short fits with the first movie versus how that scene fits with the second one? Right. But but that's unfair, Joe, because... It isn't. It's not unfair. <laughs> no, but it is because technically the, the short isn't in the first movie. But the aftermath of it is. What What does that mean? The aftermath of the short is featured in the movie. 
In the first movie? Yeah, and the precursor. Yeah, I think I think they talk to the babysitter and she's freaking out and then Yeah, the the whole scene, the Jack Jack short happens in the movie, but it's when they're like on the plane to Syndrome's Island. Right. Dur- during the whole thing. So then that's why he called it the Jack Jack fight thing a DVD extra because that short was the DVD extra when you bought the the Incredibles. And it's like right. It's, it's it's Guy Den, Incredibles Guy Den. It, it's not even an extra. It's more like a deleted scene at that point because it really does. Like you could cut that yeah. right into the movie. Uh, yeah, that's why the babysitter looks so frazzled when the uh, when they return. Sinest- uh, what's his name? Sinest- something. Sinest- syndrome. Yeah, syndrome. When he comes and like takes the baby from her, the reason she looks so frazzled is because of everything that happened during that short. Okay. What's wrong with you, Larry? You can't remember stuff from 14 years ago? Listen, you, like... Honestly, I kind of expected you to rewatch Incredibles 1 before seeing this. Listen, I don't, like, it's very rare I do this stuff. Like, where I watch a movie again before I watch the sequel. That's like, don't get me wrong. In reality, I probably should, just because I know, one, people do, and then, two, I have a really bad memory. So... Especially if you talk about a movie from 14 years ago, I'm not going to remember a lot. Even though, considering how long it's been, I remember a lot of from Incredibles because it has a lot of like because there was a it's, part. It's a memorable movie. It is. It has a very iconic scenes. Well, not only that, but the design too. Like the character designs aren't like anything you would see in Pixar per se. Like they they're they're actual people for one. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, and then, was, like the city designs and the car, you know, the aesthetics and all that. Yeah. No, they do. I mean, they they do. They did a particularly good job with that movie. Like, and don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously, a part of it is the fact that it's Pixar, and they understand that. Okay, we're making a superhero movie, and they understand that superheroes have their own conventions and their own like, like there's a language to it. Right that they made sure that they became fluent in while they made the movie. Right. And so it's like they play to all those tropes, to all of the iconography. They they play to all of that in the first one. And I feel like they, they like, it was like riding a bike for part two, in my opinion. Because I was just like, wow, like, like, there were some scenes that happened in this movie that I was just like, man, like, that's so creative in regards to how to use powers and how to display them and how to like I mean it's crazy cuz not like they like Incredibles doesn't create any powers like there's no power set in any Incredibles movie that you haven't seen before somewhere it's just that they decide like you know what what if we did this as opposed to that and that's like you know like they it's like they mess around and they take the extra step to say, okay, here's everything that's ever been done with someone who stretches. Let's <coughs> figure out what we can do that no one's ever seen before with someone that stretches. And they succeed. <laughs> Which is crazy because like how many like off the top of my head, I can think of three elastic or three stretchy superheroes. 
I'm sure there's more than that. But I can think at least of at least three off the top of my head. I can think of four. You know, that does that does not include uh Elastigirl. And so it's just like I still it's got four. Crazy. Say what? I still got four. Oh, who who's the fourth you got? Obsidian. Who? Obsidian. Obsidian is who? Plastic Man's son. Oh, I was not thinking about that guy. Right. <laughs> who you're talking about? You thought I was going to say, like, Elongated Man or something. Huh? You thought I was just going to say, like, Elongated Man or something? I just think you were going to say Elongated Man because I, 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 I felt very certain you're going to go Mr. Fantastic, Plastic Man, Elongated Man. I was just like, where, where are we going next? Because I'm like, yeah, but Obsidian. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. So, and I'm sure there's probably another one that we probably not not. Well, you said not counting Elastigirl. No, I'm outside of Elastigirl. Like, so yeah. it's probably like one more that we probably are thinking of because stretchy powers aren't cool. You know, or it's hard to make them cool. Maybe let, let's say it that way, because we Lord knows it's like the blob kind of stretched. No, that doesn't. He stretched to to that size at one point. <laughs> you got those stretch marks. Yeah, there it is. You're right. Oh, stretch Armstrong. There you go, stretch yeah. Armstrong. So you know, but but anyway, so so Jay did outside of that scene. How'd you feel about the rest of the movie? Um, I really liked it. I thought it was great. Like. Almost worth the fourteen-year wait. <laughs> You're like you let me down, Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> By the way, I, 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 I thought it was good. Um, I mean, I, it does have issues. Like, okay, I wish the bad guy hadn't been. Huh? Talk about it without spoiling. If you can, well, please. Before uh, you can spoil it if you want. Before before Joe goes off, I got to make a quick correction. I meant offspring, not obsidian. Oh, sorry. S- same team, same first letter. I wrong member. Got it. Okay, sorry. Had to go, go ahead, Joe. So I wish the bad guy hadn't been like completely obvious who it was. Like I would have liked to see them play with that a little bit. I hear you on that, and I agree with you. Like, like I do think the bad guy was obvious. However, it shouldn't have been syndrome. You're hilarious. However, it was still done really well. Uh, I mean, it wasn't bad per se, but I mean, sometimes you just got to take a risk and not spell everything out for everyone or just have it be an actual bad guy. Yeah, but it's still a movie for kids. Isn't it? I mean, not at yeah. this point. Like yeah. all the kids that watched it are like eighteen now. I like. I don't even know. Sounds kids. Like you can make it for kids, but you don't have to dumb it down like that. I do agree that you don't need to dumb things down for kids. I I know that. Like that's part of the reason why I don't like Scooby Doo. Like I felt Scooby Doo always spoke down to me. But that's why the supernatural one was so good. I don't know anything about that. You didn't watch the crossover? No. <sighs> what a douche. 
It's one of the Wait, greatest forty-five minutes of my life. Natural episode or Scooby-Doo episode? It's 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 technically both. Yeah, well, it starts mainly, off. Yeah, mainly a supernatural episode. Live action. It, it's animated. St- both. It starts yeah, off it starts, live action yeah. and then goes animated. Oh, uh, you know what? I think I did watch that. No, I and, don't think you did. No, I think I did. You have a I bad think. memory, but you remember that because it was this year. It was oh. like it was like five episodes ago. Oh, then no, I did not. <laughs> he straight up made up a memory. No, no. Well, but Supernatural alludes to Scooby-Doo often. Right. Because they're, I mean. That's what made the episode so great. Right. So, so what I'm saying to you is I didn't make up a memory. There was a Supernatural <laughs> memory of them alluding to Scooby-Doo that I was. No, no. But they team up here. Okay. Hey, listen. So if it's, if it's both, I need to catch up and maybe I'll watch it. And it fucking it actually proves your point of them talking down to people where they once they realize that it's a real paranormal thing, mm-hmm. they freak the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, and and that's all I'm saying is that Mystery Inc was really good. Like, <laughs> wait, what? Dude, it was it was great. Like, I don't know if any, any of you watched it. Scooby Doo Mystery familiar. Inc. Oh, that's a, yeah, a movie. It came out, huh? That's a Scooby-Doo movie? No, it was a series. Oh. And it came out about maybe, you know, I don't remember exactly when it came out. Look, But it was the last series, TV series. I love how you said that. Like, like it was completely non-sequitur, even though you're right. It's not non-sequitur. But because you just said Mystery Inc. and didn't say Scooby-Doo at all, I'm just like, what is Joe talking about? Came out in uh, 2010. Yeah, it was like really good. Um, doesn't really talk down. They had like the the whole myth arc, where the whole they have like an overarching story throughout each season, and uh, you know they were self aware, but they weren't. They used it to like actually make cool mysteries and good stories. I'm looking into chat, and Hex says Mystery Inc. was the best. Scooby Doo, and it was so good. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, at kind of clips from it, and one of them says Scooby Doo Mystery Inc. Slam Scrappy Doo. Did they talk shit about Scrappy and some of the other stupid stuff that went on with the show, the original show? Um, there was no Scrappy in it. Right, I mean, uh, it, they say, it says they, they talk shit about Scrappy-Doo. Like, they make a joke about it. I'm not going to click it because we're, you know. Right, they might have, and I just don't remember. It was, like, a while ago. That sounds a little familiar to me. Like, I read but it yeah, somewhere. Even, they even actually, like, during the end of the second, or around the second season, they do start talking about, like, other kind of like talking about all the other shows with like the the kids and the mascot character dog or whatever animal and uh it's, it's pretty interesting where they go with it like even if you don't like scooby-doo i think you will like and or at least find something to like about mystery Inc. well just the fact that it has a a through line in in the season Will be enough for me to at least check it out. It's very highly rated online. But, you know, like I said, I, 
Like, I'm not a fan of of Scooby Doo, the cartoon, but I understand that that was like a product of its time, and you know, and I understand too that hey, I might not have been your typical kid. Like, you know, I'm watching these shows and I'm like, dude, it's very obvious who the bad guy is, and I feel like you're you're talking down to me here, and you know, most kids probably were like just along for the ride. They're not thinking that hard about it. You know there was a Scooby-Doo show that just ended a month ago? Two months ago? Oh, Be Cool Scooby-Doo? God damn it. I, I guess you be, would know. Be Cool Scooby-Doo? What is that? Um, It was the last Scooby-Doo series. Uh, I didn't actually end up watching it. How long ago did it start? One thing. Huh? How long? When did it start? 2015. Jeez, what? Come on, just man. ended March, March of this year. See, now why didn't you watch it, Joe? I doesn't have TV. A huge fan of the character designs. Oh, what what, what does it look like? Oh, Shaggy's in skinny jeans. Oh, it <laughs> took it took away the bell bottoms and gave him skinny jeans. Jeez, like that's so good. no wonder it ended. That's all you need to tell it, me. Like, well, but listen though, it ended three years later. That doesn't. That's oh, no, no. But that, hey, it still ended. I, I'm looking at pictures, and the animation style looks a little Rick and Morty-ish. Everything ends, but with mouth. Oh. <laughs> Don't remind me. I'm just saying. It's like you can't be like, oh well, it ended, so it must have. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Heck says they totally made a joke about Scrappy. The art on Be Cool Scooby Doo was shit. Jeez, wow! Tell us how you really feel. Yeah, somewhere <laughs> between strong opinions. Somewhere and, between and Joe, Jay, you didn't like it because it it was Rick and Morty ish, or what was it that you didn't like? No, I didn't like. I was gonna try it, but it wasn't a priority because oh. I didn't like the art style, gotcha. and so it, I ended up just not getting into it at all. Got it. I, I say Rick and Morty, but I really mean closer to Brickleberry. Oh. Yes, it does look like Brickleberry. <laughs> but like washed out with like washed out colors. I mean they're they're homies, so you can see some of the the similarities. Who's like, homies? The Brickleberry guys and the Rick and Morty guys. Oh, are they really? I didn't know that. I thought they were. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not, not saying not really, I'm yeah. saying I didn't know. No, you're. He's thinking about um, what you call it, uh, Gravity Falls. Who Oz is? Yeah, probably. Oh, oh, Brickleberry with the the park ranger and the bear with Daniel Tosh. Yeah, is that, that Bobo and and uh, what you call it, Yucko the clown? Yeah, but is that what you're talking about, uh, Oz? Or are you talking? Yeah, about... it's it's that goofy art style. Oh, yeah, I, you know. I watched a few episodes of Brickleberry, and it's okay. Like, some parts of it are kind of like, eh, nah, you know what? It, it's not. It's a- like it's kind of, well, yeah. It 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 kind of suffers from what you feel the the Scooby Doo did for you, where it kind of talks down to you a little bit. Well, it doesn't talk down; it condescends. Yeah, <laughs> but but that's Daniel Tosh. But he's not the one writing it or anything. Is he not? No, it was the dude, Yucko the Clown. Oh. Okay. Isn't Daphne supposed to be the hot one, too? Is she not the hot one in the new one? Not, not in this one. Is Velma? Uh, she's 
got bigger boobs. I mean, that's all you need, right? Wait, Velma has bigger boobs than Daphne? And yeah, she always did. That's why she had to put on that turtleneck. Otherwise, nobody would get no work done. Wait, what? <laughs> what? what? I don't know how we got here. Like, she was the chubbier one, so of course she's got bigger boobs. She was? I, I think Me? I think they drew Velma hotter than than Daphne in this Be Cool Scooby Doo. I mean, there's a lot of people that find Velma hotter. Though. Yeah, but they found her hot because she's you know kind of like a little nerdy, a little dumpy. What's, where what's... where Daphne was the uh, like classically put her on Playboy hot. Put put her on Playboy? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. Or I guess okay. I guess red tube now <laughs> for, for for the childrens that don't understand. There was a time when there there was magazines that had naked people in them. Like you couldn't swipe right or left; you had to flip right or left. If you could just explain to the audience what a magazine is, that would really help. Dude, it's so depressing. It, it's like a website, but on paper. Yeah, like you can actually like. There's a. There's there's a link at the homepage, and you could just jump to that article on that site, and the site gets updated every month. <laughs> Hilarious. It is depressing though, because I get magazines at work, you know, because it's a barber shop, and I get Sports Illustrated, Rolling Stone, fucking Cosmo, like I get everything, and. uh Everything used to be so thick and, and heavy and hefty, and now everything's like super thin, almost the size of a comic. Like, yeah, like I can I can actually finally really connect Rolling Stone magazine and put it in my comic sleeves and boxes. Like, yeah. I used to collect it back in the day, but I just had them in stacks because they were so big and hefty. Now they actually fit in my comic box. I remember I'm... rolling those suckers up and having sword fights. No, I didn't do that. Like I actually wanted to preserve them, yeah. Yeah. Now print print media is is going the way of the dodo. Same with Playboy. Like, well, they they don't exist anymore. I don't think. I don't know. Like in print form, but I'm glad I didn't watch them shrivel up. So back to Incredibles two. <laughs> there it is. That's a segue. Speaking of shriveling up. Right. Right. They, uh, yeah. But, I mean, aside from the few things I didn't like, they did a lot of stuff really cool. Um, Void in particular, I thought she was amazing. Yeah. Like, they used her in a way that would be really hard to do uh, because of, like, budgetary constraints. Like, you can't really get do what they were doing with her outside of an animated medium yeah so they yeah they were super creative with her yeah and i like that a lot again a, a power set we've seen before with this character that can create portals but you know like i mean like i feel like it in motion and make it look really good and be clever with how she uses her portals Right. Right. It was she, amazing. She had a great fight. Oh, she, it's a she? Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
and and, and I think that that's is the she whole... better than Spot? Yeah, she's better than Spot. She's better than Blink. Whether you're talking about the movie or the TV show, so it's like all that. But again, I think that 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 kind of proves what Joe was saying, where it's like from like to use the if to have other people do what she's doing in live action. It's like it would be like half the the SFX budget. But, you know, it's animated, so you get more leeway. But don't get me wrong. It's not to take anything away from Pixar because I really feel like, you know, all the other mediums we just mentioned, because Lord knows there's no budget, no budget in comics. We're just talking about a guy drawing stuff, right? Right. And, you know, there's never enough budget for those guys. True. But the fact is, it's like all we're talking about is whatever somebody can imagine and someone else is willing to draw. Yeah. And so Spot could have been doing the stuff that we saw right. do, but it didn't well, happen. From what I know about um, like visual effects stuff, it's usually like a group of dudes like figuring this shit out. Mm-hmm. And uh, in comics, it's just one and then the editor, but half the time the editor is editing something else and lets something right. go by. All right. Yeah. Or in DC's case, they're just like, no, nah, don't make it cool. The the only issue I had with the <laughs> with the way they portray no. powers is Dash doesn't feel like a speedster to me. No, why not? Because he doesn't go that fast. Like, yeah, he 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 runs faster than probably what I would run. But <laughs> but he doesn't he doesn't like I don't get Mister Mister technically obese. You know, I my mean, legs are like... longer. So you want him to be Flash? Yeah, or Quicksilver. I want it. I want I mean, that scene at where point, shit's at this moving point, he really has slow to be At least on par with Fox Quicksilver. No, but he's nine. So he should be faster then because he's got that kid energy. No, he like he literally just got powers. Nah, man, kids. The kids got energy. Like they don't need to eat to supplant that energy. It's not that he doesn't have the energy. He doesn't know what to do. Like, again, this movie takes place, like, not long after the first one. It's like, like, the whole movie probably takes place within, like, two weeks or three weeks. It's like, why should he be that good? He, he literally just got his powers, like, a week or two before. Well, that's not true. How... How much time is it between the first Incredibles and... No, I mean, he's in the first Incredibles, he had had his powers for a while. It was just illegal to use them. So we told they told him not to. How, how long had he had his powers in the first Incredibles? I think he was born with them. I mean, Jack-Jack developed that at what, six months, eight months? Yeah, he has them when the movie starts. Yeah. Okay. Still, he's nine. He's that's why you, I can rewatch it. Like that's why he should be better than Quicksilver, like comic Quicksilver. Why should he be better than comic Quicksilver? Because he has, well, at least at the when they're the same age. 
His parents don't even let him use his powers. Same with Quicksilver. So it, it's and a perfect it's chance a... to do that classic speedster scene and have him looking around like, "Whoa, I didn't know I can do this." And and he's not and he's not a grown man. I was like, "Give the kid a break. He's like friggin' an adolescent." Oh, honestly, glad they didn't try to do some of the other stuff we've been seeing with speedsters with him. Like, I don't think it would have fit well. I mean, you could be right. I'm, I'm not saying, look, obviously, like, Pixar's not trying to do what other people have already done. But I will say that probably, uh, 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 Friggin' oh look, Dash probably did get like the short end of the stick. Also, like I haven't seen the movie, so I can agree with Joe and Oz. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> like honestly, I think they used him well, and they were right to not use him as much as they like to not use him more. Like yeah. I think they picked a good amount of him and used it well. Yeah, he got utilized. That's why I feel that about, like, except for Jack-Jack, I feel that about all the characters. They, like, got a great amount of usage out of them. They did. Like, no one feels like they're being used too much or too little. Yeah. Like, there's great balance. I agree with that. But you know what it is? I mean, I feel like all the powers serve the story. Like, there's no scenes in the movie that feel like, at least to me, that feel like, okay, they're there just to have something cool happen. Or they're there, like, you know, because we're like, oh, we had this idea, and we're like, well, let's do that because that seems like it'll be fun. It's like, everything feels like, you know, we, we're going to do this because this scene exists so that you can learn this. And so, when that happens, it's kind of hard. Really? Yeah, you feel I, that way about Jack Jack? I do. Like Jack Jack scene. Honestly, I is, feel. Like, uh huh. Like you could have scrapped that whole squirrel fight, and it would have been better served. Like, like we already actually can see what he can do, but the scene with uh, Edna was great for like showcasing Jack Jack I thought well see but that's the I, I mean I don't disagree with that but the that scene doesn't show you like the purpose of that scene isn't to show you what he can do it's to show you how you can how you control it right so you have what he was doing before the scroll fight which was like just being random in the house you skip the squirrel fight and then show him with Edna and show you how you uh, stop what he can do but like it flows much better see but I think you don't necessarily get the full breadth of everything that he can do without the fight I think and when he brings him back and uses him as a laser gun that was way more purposeful. Well, it, no, I agree with you on that, but that's setting up something else for later, too. 
for <laughs> for fourteen years from now? No, in later in the movie. Oh, well, sorry, <laughs> I didn't see it. No, no, no. Yeah, it's okay. Like I look. Hopefully, they don't look. I guarantee you this. If they wait fourteen more years, I don't know if Craig Russell <laughs> will still be here. They don't need him. Oh, how dare you! They could use Seth Rogen. At that point, they could use Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. They sound the same. No. It's just, it's just the uh, Craig T. Nelson speaks a little clearer, which I'm sure Seth Rogen will get that when he's seventy-five or whatever. He has a lot more gravitas than Seth Rogen. That's because you haven't heard Seth Rogen do voiceover. I feel all all of in them. a non uh, Seth Rogen movie. Well, give me an example. What should I watch? You should watch uh, the Steve Jobs movie. He played Wozniak. He had gravitas in there. And he used his regular voice. Okay. Yeah. So, how many... uh, Let's see. What's a funny rating system here? How many 14-year waits out of five would you give this movie? I'd give it five. Yeah. Everything, it's everything you want out of an animated flick and a superhero flick. So after 12 years of Marvel movies? It's, it's fantastic. It still holds up, huh? Oh, dude. And after the Watchmen movie came out? Dude, I'm telling you, it's like you go watch it. Like it's really good. Like real good. I know I'm talking a lot about how terrible Jack Jack is, but the rest of the movie, like the rest of the movie, is like amazing. It's like I love the bad guy or girl. Name, like that. I don't know. I found that awesome. Her name? Yeah. Has friggin' Odenkirk in it. Kicks butt. I mean, he was in the first one, too. He was? I feel like he was. I'm sure he was. Listen, I'll tell you, like, Lord no, I didn't know who he was probably 14 years ago. Really? No. Really? No. What, what would I know him from 14 years ago? Uh, Arrested Development, no. Mr. Show, what Joe said. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch Mr. Show. What did you say, Jay? Kung Pao. I saw Kung Pao. Was he in Kung Pao? No, that's that's a different. Odin. What's that? Yeah. The Bob. Well, it, it's Bob, but it, there's Bob Odenkirk, which is the Mr. Show, Better Call Saul guy. Right. And then there's Oaken Derek, which did like Kung Pao. Wait, he's and, Bob o- Oaken Derek. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so he did Kung Pao and he did that he did that Thumb Wars on UPN. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Cause I, I, I don't think I could look at uh at Bob Odenkirk the same if he did Kung Pao. I mean, I feel like that's something like I I wouldn't be like oh why would he have done that like I could see him have done that like 
You know, but because the the Kung Pao guy is also the dude that did like the second Ace Ventura. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, can't... it's Steve Odekirk. De- <clears throat> oh, okay. Steve Odekirk is the Kung Pao guy. Got it. But yeah, I like. I didn't even I didn't even realize that was Bob Odenkirk, the billionaire. Oh yeah, no, he's he's really good. Yeah, he's really. I mean, like everybody's good though in that movie. Like I'm like, wow. Like it was. It, I, I was. Like it's not that I thought it was gonna be bad. I just didn't expect it to like kind of blow me away, and it blew me away. Especially like I mean, part of it is kind of like what you were saying, Mo, where you're like, hey, you know, I have I have the superhero movies that I I've pretty much been looking for. So it's like you know. I mean, I, I'm not even saying I have that. Like. <laughs> right, right. You I know, like, look, I have an MCU. Right. Like, I don't need, I don't need no, no ordinary family anymore. I don't need the cape. Right. So it's like, I got to go pay to see this, and it might ruin my experience with the game. You still need to mess with Incredibles, uh, too. And plus, not only that, but we had Mark Wade Incredibles comics. That's true. Too. And it, it's it's definitely gonna shit on that. Uh, I don't know. I I'm don't... 100% sure it, it shits on that. When do Mark Wade comics take place? Uh, they, they, um, well, they don't because they're Boom Studios. So <laughs> once Disney bought them, they don't exist, just like I... all the Lucas stuff. But, that... uh, go ahead. I was going to say, technically speaking, like, like, if the comics take place, like, say, a month after the 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 original movie all this can technically fit in yeah. I they felt may- like they kind of fit into the game so oh I don't know kind of tied in yeah I, I, and I never played that game I don't know how good it was or was it it was a good game because it oh. wasn't it was like a movie game but not a movie game I hear like, you. it's like okay we're not getting I feel like Disney Interactive was like, oh, we're not we're not going to get a, a second one, so let's make the next game a sequel to it, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I know that... that I mean, I guess I could retroactively call it a movie game for this movie. Pick, Pixar doesn't... And gen- then I could, like, understand why it's so different. Yeah. I don't know. I'd definitely say check it out. You'll be better for it. Well, I don't think so. Okay. So what about you, uh, uh, Oz? How many 14-year waits out of five would you give it? I'd give it four and a half seizures out of five. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. How about you, Jay? Uh, four. Four. There you Were go. people getting seizures about it? There, yeah. There's a couple scenes. I don't know. I haven't heard that somebody got them, but somebody well, did complain that it could happen. Okay. And based on the scenes, yeah, I, I could. Yeah. So... Oh. My my coworker at work, I call him my coworker because we're equal and non patriarchy capitalist pig type of business. Um, but he's my subordinate. No other ways about it. But um, he uh, he told me that they the the actual company issued a warning. Yeah, they did about seizures, and and I didn't believe him. I thought he was talking about the into the Spider Verse. Because he called it Spider Man, but 
And then I'm like, yeah. He goes, this is the the movie with the little kid that's a superhero, that's like has powers, and then the black guy in it. So I'm like, oh, he's talking into the Spider Verse. And uh, I guess he now that that Oz said it, I guess he was talking about Incredibles. Yeah. I know that it definitely has a warning, and it should. Because, yeah, if you get the epileptic seizures because of the flashing lights and stuff. Now I'm definitely not going to watch it. You don't have epilepsy. No, nah, but Emily has a thing with strobing lights. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, cause, well, she has the, the implant in her eye, on her left eye. Oh. So it, it, the strobe like, gives her migraines. Yeah, this will give her migraines. Yeah. That's how we stopped having sex to well, how, Van Halen's nineteen eighty four light show. How quick? How quick <laughs> do they hit her? Because the uh, the scenes are only like what? Well, actually, one of them goes on for like thirty seconds. Yeah, because yeah, no, they actually fight. Quick. They fight pretty, in a in a room that's strobing. Yeah, they're they're pretty quick because like we'll be at a concert and we'll see a band and depending on what venue we're at, like the band uses strobe lights or just flashing lights, and it's like. I think when we went to see like Rage Against the Machine at the Coliseum, like the light, the the lights from the screens on the side were just so bright that she had to like close her eyes, and they weren't even strobing. The end. <laughs> yeah, that was really it. like indeed. So, it, there's it, it's different different shit triggers it, but I know strobe scenes definitely do it. So four and a half seizures out of five from Oz. And Joe gives it like five fourteen weights. Well, that was fun. Did we lose Larry? I'm sorry. I apologize. I was talking, but my mic was off. I apologize. I'm, ta- I'm talking, but no one's hearing me. What were you saying? I was saying uh, uh, that Emily should definitely not go see it. Oh. Well, then that means I'm not going to see it. Then. It'll hurt her head, but I'm yeah. gonna, you can go without her. <laughs> You're clearly not married. <laughs> I, I am not yet, no. She's not even the, like, Gotham says like, oh, you can't go without me. It's more like, I don't want to go alone. Like, I got married to not go alone. You don't have to go alone, fool. You can go. Look, I'll go a second time. You don't hang out. Look, we can hang out whenever you want. It's not like, look, it's not like you even live far anymore. I feel since I live closer, we hang out less. I I agree with that. And I think that's your fault because you work all the time. and And you won't let me know when your open slots are. Because you're like, I work Monday through Saturday, and then Sundays for Emily. Yeah, that, but I'm changing that. That leaves us nothing, Mo. Nothing. <laughs> or, listen, I, invite us out with Emily. Whatever. We'll go. I'm not trying to take away from your wife's time. I feel yeah, like... Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. You've been against her from the start. From the, everyone knows that about me and Emily. Where it's like, I like this one, Mo. I don't know. <laughs> what's knows. funny is none of my friends ever said that of course not she was amazing from day one 
Yeah. Day one. I remember, like, I remember meeting her for the first time. And it's not because she became your wife. I just remember her meeting her for the first time. I can't even tell you. Like, I, can't, I don't even know if I remember any other chick that you dated. Yeah, I, I kind of don't either. I remember one, but that's it. Yeah. That's it. And I have a feeling it's a cool one, too. Right, exactly. It's the yeah. same. That's it. But all the rest of them, bump those chicks. Yeah, we ended up with that, that's what I said. That's why I got married. Indeed, you made a good decision. All right, so yeah. teether. Oh, teether. All right, uh, teether. What? What is teether, Moses? All right, so I had a little bit of a conundrum. There was some good comics that came out in the last two weeks from Image, but one of them happened to be. Uh, a Mark Millar book, so I, I decided not to not to review it. Hater, hater, hater. Hey. The show would be nowhere if I wasn't a hater. <laughs> is is that what we're going with? Okay. Got it. I mean, that's what makes the show the show. Like we love shit, we hate shit. Um then the other book I couldn't get. So then I went into my little archives of press releases and I found Teether. It came out in March. And uh, from Antarctic Press, I had grabbed it. Like, I wanted to talk about it back then, but for some reason, we ended up not doing the show or something and it got pushed back. Now I'm... Uh... Now, today, this week, I was like, okay, there's stuff coming out. There's good stuff on Image and Marvel always has their things, and DC has their things. I didn't want to, like, go through a long list of shit and pick what to, to review this week. And then I found Teether in my little... Like, I'm not even going to lie. It, it's, a, it's a little bookmark on my phone from a little bootleg site. All right? I'll be honest with it. Now, this bootleg copy that lets you read the book didn't even have the credits for the the artist. That's messed up. And I was highly offended. And it's not even the fault of the site. It's just the book itself. I couldn't find the credits on it. Not the cover page on it didn't have any names on it. Everything. So I had to go to nordicpress.com shop to buy it. And I was disturbed because Antarctic Press is still a tiny little like company. Like, remember how we were trying to get interviews with people from Antarctic Press, Larry? Yeah. And we called and some guy's house voicemail picked up in Texas. I do remember that. Like the guy runs it out of his garage and it's still the same thing. Like, right. I went to buy the first issue because it's like, okay, I need one thing. Look, enjoying this comic is great and enjoying it for free from a bootleg site is fucked up, but. I got. I enjoyed it, and I needed. I need this guy's credit, like his name. Right. So, I went to the site to buy it, so I can finally get the name of the artist. And it's a dude named David Hutchinson did the writing and the art. Wow, it's wait. It's one, just one dude. One guy did both, and they didn't credit him. Yeah, and I don't know if he did credits and lettering too, but Jeez. it's just like. That's just the name on the on Antarctic Press site. So if there's any other people working on it, look, forgive me for not giving you the credit after reading it in a bootleg site. 
Um, Because at least, you know, the exposure is how they trick artists into giving their shit for free. And I'm not even trying to be that dude, but it's like I figured I could at least, like, know everybody involved in it. And it that that copy i don't know where the bootleg site got it from and and or anything like that but it has no names on it It just starts with the cover starts with the little preamble page that comics usually have especially horror comics before they give you the credit page right and then there's no credit page and it just then the story sucks sucked me in so i didn't even think about it till earlier today so i go on the target press store website and it's a Shopify site. It's like they're one step above from being on Etsy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, look, I'm not even gonna judge a Target Press like that. Like, that's how they're doing business. Look, they 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 put definitely put out books that are worth buying. So however way you can get them, that's the way to get them. But um, but I kind of felt bad because I've seen other you know Aftershock and Atomic Basement. Like, they have a little more. I'm not even going to say legit. I'm going to say legit feeling shopping experiences for their sites and their books. Yeah. 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 They're trying to make them, they're faking it till they make it. Yeah. And, but, but with, with Antarctic Press's shop, I was like, man, this day, this stage in the game, like, why is it still like this? You know, like, I felt bad. Like, they put out more books to, or they put out enough books to, seem as if they should require more. Look, they put out books that some of these people and other publishers learned how to draw and color from. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they did a lot of the tutorial books early on before you could get your YouTube tutorial or whatever, you know? With, like, a CD-ROM with, like, projects and some, like, it was set up so that if you were a colorist, like, you could just color the pictures and send them in and that was your submission to work for them. And, uh, but yeah, and yeah, I I felt I felt sad. I'm sorry. But hear. that yeah, that's that's not to say nothing from this book. This book is one of the premier horror books of our time right now. Like it, it's like sometimes you know I I have Shudder, you know, and 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 I watch a movie that I think is probably gonna look cheesy and it's just gonna be like oh your typical horror movie, and then all of a sudden it just changes up. And it turns into like this really good experience. Aside from it being, you know, a horror movie, it has like good acting and good set design, and and, and it, it's an actual film, you know. And this is how this book felt. It's a story of, it's kind of Lovecraftian, in the sense that there's a, a sleeping demon in the woods, and they have to, they have to awaken it by drawing blood, but it's a myth from the little town. So the kids from the elementary school run out to go do, see it, to go try and summon it and waken it, and they end up taking the new girl from the the new like classmate that they just made. It's like, oh, it'll be fun to take it, and she ends up getting eaten and decapitated. Like you see child decapitation in this book, which you don't see in many horror movies. Yeah. You know, and you see it in his book, and it's like page seven. And it's like, whoa, they just straight up lobbed this kid's head off. And then she becomes possessed, like the body becomes possessed by the entity. And then it, it, it does a weird thing where like horror movies usually have a perspective. And I'm equating this book 
to horror movies a lot. I don't do it with a lot of horror comics because horror comics are done in a certain way. I know Joe will will attest to this, where it's like a horror comic feels like a comic, and it happens to have horror elements in it, and it doesn't have to be scary, right, Joe? Right. And then a lot of horror movies. I know Joe's the horror movie guy here with me, because I know Larry won't watch him because he pisses his tampax. <laughs> and then how dare you? And then Oz, uh, like Oz, I don't think watches horror movies like that either. But I don't know. But also horror movies also follow perspective or they'll follow a group of people. But it doesn't really shift from the main like when it when it has a when it follows different perspectives, it's usually the overall perspective is is that of the 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 terror, whatever the monster is or whatever. Right, Jay? Right. Right. So this book switches from the perspective of the girl being eaten by the entity. Uh I'm sorry, from the from the the group that draws out the girl, the new girl, to go wake the entity to the kid's brother, like the main group, like leader's guy's smaller brother, coming a week after the incident because he was sick with chicken pox. So it shifts to him. And then it shifts to the girl that got possessed by the entity, like all within 22 pages. And it's like, it's something that I haven't seen done too much in horror movies. Definitely not in horror comics. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's an interesting way of doing this book. And it's like, when am I going to get the next one? Then I remember it's a Tardic Press. Like, I might not ever get it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, my hope is that this making this comic book was a pitch towards getting a movie made because it feels like that. Not in a bad way. It, it feels kind of in the same way that that Bad Kids from Hell did it, where it's like it's just a cool story that makes you think of a lot of different experiences in your life, whether it's where you were in school or movies that you've seen. Right. And then they created what they did with their movie and their comic, and it's kind of separate, but it's together, and it, it's cool all around. Or uh, or even a Scott Pilgrim, you know. Um. But, yeah, this kind of feels like, man, they're trying to make a movie of this, and this is the comic that's going to launch that. I had two things to say about it. It's like, oh, don't go to Antarctic Press, for one. (laughs) I don't want to dog them, but it's like, it's not like, I'm, Joe knows, like, I'm a Warrior Nun Ariala, like, fan, you know what I mean? He's a gold right. like Antarctic Press is people that we loved on Fantastic Forum since day one. True, and we want to see them succeed. And any criticism I give right now is for them to push it or or reach out for help. Like you know, everybody's begging for money on GoFundMe and shit and Kickstarter. Like fucking Antarctic Press deserves it more than anybody. I'd say. I hear you on that. Yeah. It's like um, the anthropomorphic animals right and uh but they they put out the this this book teether and it, the art is good yeah the art's really good it, you, it, you got to read it too oh yeah man i'm over here thinking nobody read it so i'm i'm like drawing on i'm sorry oh, no, no, I, I definitely read it i yeah. mean the, the art is fantastic and i have to agree with you 100 percent in the way that the uh perspective 
changes, um, which, you know, I mean, like, or, uh, well, maybe not the way, uh, maybe the way I want to say it isn't the perspective changes, but it definitely does, like, just how you were talking about how it kind of shifts from, (coughs) you know, the kids to the monster to the, you know, back to the kids, then back to the monster and whatnot. Like, it, it is interesting. I, I definitely will give you that. Um, and I did like I did like the writing. I didn't realize that the writer and the artist were the same person. That yeah. makes all the more impressive because the art hits the tone really well. Um, the, o- the only thing is that I do kind of feel like not well, I should say not enough happens, but I need a little more for me to be hooked in to be like, I need to read the second issue because I know for me, while I found it entertaining, I didn't necessarily feel like, you know, I mean, you're a lot of comics like to have a hook at the end. Yeah. To try to make sure that you like are invested for issue two. And I don't, I feel like teether didn't, necessarily give me a hook it just kind of stopped and that's and the biggest thing i could say as far as a negative i uh i was gonna address that until i figured out you read it so thank you larry for derailing me but you're welcome <laughs> but um yeah it, it felt like the Jinji ito collection right right because uh, of you know it's kids and everything i I, you know, I I had criticism of Stranger Things where I liked everything about it, but then the kids always come out clean, like, you right. know, right here, like, opening scene, they lob a kid's head off and then possess the body, like, uh, you know, and then, so I always tell people that like Stranger Things, like, they should watch Dark, because they actually kill kids in that, and I gotta re- recommend Teether for that, too. I, I am excited to see um issue two only because I want to see more of you know that that little perspective shift that shift that shifted to the sick kid that befriended the possessed monster chick so I want to see how that's gonna play out mm-hmm. and it, it's not like a hook straight up it could just you know but I because it is comics I know there's gonna be another one eventually even if it's 10 years from Antarctic press but um uh, yeah i do want to read i want to understand more of what the monster is and everything yeah and it's an easy scary looking thing like oh yeah it's just one of those things where it's like oh like really like oh it's like sugar man it kind of is but sugar man (laughs) sugar man's not scary he's just kind of like why yeah this is like Oh, that's why. <laughs> you know, where it's just like, okay, like I I don't have to like it, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's 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 something else where I'm just like enough already. Enough. It's a high co- what about Sugar Man or about this book? Um, both. <laughs> But but enough in a bad way for Sugar Man and enough in a good way for Yeah. 
it's even the way they portray the kids like it could easily like i could have seen where the, where in the editing process or creative process of this book they're like oh let's make it for kids and kind of change it up and then they didn't do that they're like you know what let's terrify people by making them think of their kids <laughs> yeah <laughs> right Next. and it's like i don't have kids and i don't want kids but it's like I read this. I'm like, this is exactly why I don't want kids. Because they might go into the woods and get eaten by a demon? Yeah, like she was the new kid at school. And they're like, oh, it'll be fun. And she's like, okay, she's got to make new friends. And and even if she told you, it's like, normally I wouldn't let my kid go out at night like this with a bunch of kids. But we're new to this town. Like, it'd be nice to make friends. Like, because, you know, once she says no, they're not going to invite her again. And, you know, she's going to have a hard time making friends. Word. But yeah, it, it was, it, you know, the scenes with them with the killing the kids is disturbing, as they should be. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's a lot, you know. I know Joe's probably read a lot of manga where they kill kids, a lot of Japanese things. But yeah, the fact that this isn't Japanese and the art style isn't Japanese makes it a little harder to to look at. And it's in color. Heard. So I give it um I actually give it five bloody teeth out of five. Mm, I would give it I think I have to give it like three and a half. Cause it's not Marvel. That's why, because it's not Marvel. No, it's not it's not Marvel. Just because um three and a half bloody teeth out of five, only because it it does its job admirably, but in a perfect world, it would have left me feeling like I need to read the next issue, and it didn't necessarily do that. And and I I don't feel like that was by design. I feel like it was by by you know like a I, maybe maybe this person this is their first comic. That's a possibility, especially. If they're on on Antarctic press, um, but that's something that you have to take into consideration because you can't just stop and be like, okay, well, the next scene is killer. It's like, well, how do I know? You know, it's not. Is like if you like you like you mentioned, Mo. If you uh, if it is a movie script, which it might be an amazing movie, but if you gave me the first like you know. 20 minutes or half an hour but you didn't leave me in a place where I feel like I need to watch the next episode because that's what you basically did then you know that doesn't help me so that's why I can't you know it makes it harder to recommend because somebody else will have that same feeling I had and then they're like hey why did you suggest this book that just ended I can't be because, you know, well, Mo believes in that. They're like, who's Mo? You know what? That is the biggest problem we face is that people have to ask who's Mo. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. I agree with you. They should know. Yeah. That's why I said, why aren't you listening to Fantastic Forum? There's people listening. Oh, no, they listen. I'm not saying they don't, but not everybody does yet. That's my problem. 
because if I in a perfect world, all of my jokes would be fantastic form in jokes. And in a perfect Real world, quick. Antarctic Press would be part of the Big Five. <laughs> Wait, who who's the who's the Big Four? Dark Horse. Well, it's Marvel, DC, Image, Dark Horse. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm just making sure. Right. Got you. I was gonna knock Dark Horse to five and have Antarctic Press. Um, <laughs> be number four. Look, look at Gold Digger number two fifty three. <clears throat> the cover, like that's some high quality ass work. Listen, I'm sure someone in Oni right now is listening. Like sons of bitches. No, Oni's tight, but none of their covers look like Gold Digger fi- two fifty three. That's hilarious. Like, look at Gold Digger 253. Everybody listening right now, everybody on the archive, Larry, I know you have some access. Joe, I feel sorry that you have no access. Uh, Oz, uh, you know, people in Discord chat, Gold Digger 253 on Google. Look at the cover. Wait, here's the messed up part. That same person from Oni Press that was angry, he... That person knows Gold Digger 253 as well. It's like, son of a bitch. He's right. <laughs> Look, I defy anybody to, to show me a better cover than that. Like, sh- any fucking, what was it? Uh, was it was uh, a Man of Steel 900 or whatever that we were bitching at, at Jim Lee. Like, Jim Lee creams his pants looking at Gold Digger 253. Is this, is it this cover with the person drink? drinking? Drinking? Maybe it's not two fifty seven, or is there a value? It, oh wait, that's it. Didn't come out. No, it, that's two fifty four. I'm looking at two fifty three, at least according to the web to the previews. But that came out in in that came out like in May of this year. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, it's uh Let's see here. Is there an alternate cover? Oh, that is two fifty three. Yeah. That um. Oh, there's an alternate cover. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the one I'm talking about. Okay, let me look at the the alternate cover. There's like the pink dinosaur on it. Okay. So that was like, that's not that impressive of a cover, Mo. I know. That. <laughs> no, I, I, like, I, I mean it is pretty cool. It's okay. I, I can't knock it. I'm just saying that you know. I'm gonna look for the alternate cover. And then, but I'm sure, like I said, the the NR, and I'm sorry, the uh, Oni Press guy probably knows this cover. Yeah, I mean, real quick, did either of you want finish watching the Junji Udo collection? I did not. I did, but I need to watch it again. And also, Joe, I need your help. I I need to pay for VRV. Okay. I don't. It never, it never gives me the option to subscribe, and I go to the web page, and I don't know. So maybe after the show, you can show me how to okay. do it. Okay. Um, because yeah, now I have no Crunchyroll. <laughs> nice. That's what she said. Um, what about Koaban? Did either of you finish that? No. Wait, is is it? You said it's a pink dinosaur thing? Yeah. With a with like a horn? Yeah. Okay, that is a cool cover. Like just that face <clears throat> of that dinosaur. And the color of the sky and the clouds, like 
And it's blocking the title, like... Yeah, and alternate female body types. Oh, I mean, I guess. I thought they were dudes. But I'm like, that dude has a great ass. (laughs) (laughs) The, The one on the back of the dinosaur might be a dude. I don't know. And it's kind of funny because it's Fred Perry and, like, a yeah. lot of the guy who draws does do have great asses. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So anyway, so online the pe- the cover of the people drinking says two fifty three, but on AntarcticPress.myshopify.com dot dot com it says two fifty four. See, that's not right. Yeah. So. They should do better. I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. Like the shit should be more. They at this point they should have an app for buying digitally. Yeah. You know, like maybe we can help them. I'll just buy their stuff on Amazon. Yeah, but the thing is, Trump is talking about making America great again, and Antarctic Press doesn't have a digital store like how they should. (laughs) Like, what's he gonna do about it? You know, I hear a bunch of people like, I know Antarctic Press doesn't have the same monosyllabic chart as Lock Her Up does or Space Force does. But come on, Antarctic Press digital store, like, is some people like, I'm sure we could put that on a red hat and people would buy into it. (laughs) There it is. We need Antarctic Press to move into. Harley or Day. change the name to a monosyllabic thing that we can make a chat about. Arctic. They're not Antarctic press anymore. They're just Arctic. Arctic P. Arctic P. Arctic P. Arctic P. Arctic P. Arctic P. Yeah, like see? Like, that goes right well with Lock Her Up. Right. Where you go. Alright. Well, unfortunately, it suffers from the initials AP, which is a news site, so... Yeah, Associated Press. Yeah, that, which is the one that <laughs> the one news. that he don't like. Well, yeah, but well, you, you can, know, th- I mean, they're all the ones he don't like, except for that's Fox. not true. Fox and I think that's it. Like Fox and his own blog, Trump <laughs> Trumpblog.com. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, uh, Antarctic Press does have a comic called My Hero Magadamia. Are you serious? Yeah, and it's Trump teaching somebody how to MAGA. No, that's not real. <laughs> it is real. <laughs> no, it's not. Look it up. My hero, Magadamia. No, I refuse to look it up. It better not be real, Mo. It's real. It's on this, my Shopify. List, Mo. It's I, an I, Antarctic dot. Look, this is how, I, this is how I, sad I, I feel about. Look, I hold on. Lie to me. <laughs> look, I'm not. I'm not even. Look, all I'm going to say is. Trump gets to gets to pick another Supreme Court justice. I can't take it. Tell me tomorrow, guys. Hey, we're in the upside down, Larry. I've been telling you. Tell I can't take like, it. Mexico is going to win the World Cup. No, but that's okay. No, that's the upside down. They have no business winning the World Cup. They play soccer well in Mexico. Not as well as like Italy. Italy didn't even make it. For Germany's out, right? Right, and they're the the world champions. Like they shouldn't have gotten out this far. That's it's a, the upside down, Larry. At sports, that happens. Any, no, not in soccer. Any given any given Sunday, right? Not in soccer. That's not football. in soccer. 
That's football. Yeah, not in soccer, Larry. No football. You see, you talk about soccer. I'm talking about football. That's the original name. Football with the U. Football. No, that's just because they wanted to get English-speaking people to buy into it, so they changed it to that. Everybody but else the, calls it football, right? The, well, now, yeah, because you know Europe is everywhere in the Congo and everything. <laughs> but it was invented in Brazil, and it's a Portuguese language. It was they called it soccer. Oh, I didn't know that when they invented it, and then they switched to the football so that the Europeans would buy into it. Really? Yeah. Oh, so soccer's the original name? Yeah. So why does America get? Made fun of for calling it soccer. Because that's the only thing they can make fun of us. Well, up until now. <laughs> you know, in those years, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to make fun of the people led by Kennedy. Like, it's not going to work. <laughs> they can make fun of the fact we don't use the metric system. Yeah. And they still, they don't. They, that's easy. They're like, that's low picking fruit. We're better than that. <laughs> but it, it's like you know in the years when they switched it to you know when they made you know when we started calling it soccer it was like what it was the roosevelt's uh the kennedy like that's the people leading the country they can't they can't fuck with us it's in later times they make fun of us for most, doing it. most right i'm pissed off i can't there's no at the cart button yeah wow the first issue is called wall might Oh Jesus Christ! Is it, it a real thing? It's from it's from the people that made uh, Thump the first hundred days. So I mean, even though it's making fun of Trump, I still don't. It's too much. I don't. I don't want it. And I, tomorrow, I'll appreciate it. Today, no. If you look at Trump versus Clinton, number one, Uncivil War inaugural edition coloring book, the cover. Is a is a homage to that McFarlane uh, Wolverine that Hulk cover with Wolverine on the cover with the Hulk with, they, with the Hulk reflection on the claws. They yeah. already have a space force. Trump Titan I'm, Space Force number one. No, that was actually prophetic. They 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 have that for a while. And so it's so funny. So my hero Maganabia is that the hero guy. What's the name? The Superion or whatever. All Might. Yeah, so it's All Might is Trump and the little kid is um, Jeff Sessions. <laughs> and then the alternate cover, well, no, no, there's another book called The Tremendous Trump and it's like an homage cover to the Hulk with Trump as Banner and then Trump as Hulk. And well, it sold out, but they had How the Trump Stole Christmas. Oh, Are you sure this isn't a new one? Trump's Titans? I don't think so. There, there's hey. one called President Pence, and it's like a Shazam cover. <laughs> and then there's Trump versus Time Lincoln. Time? And it's a, yeah, so it's a time-traveling uh, Abraham Lincoln with a shotgun. And then Trump has that mask from... Uh, what is it? Uh, Fury Road? Oh, the Mad Max movie? Yeah, so the, you remember the main bad guy? Yeah, yeah. Had the, like, he had that mask with the teeth? Yeah. Like, Trump's wearing that mask. Yeah, it's too much. I'm good. Like, I, I just... Like, I don't... Like, I want my president only made fun of in, like, 
the New Yorker. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, only like Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, no, I get you, but we don't have that president. We have a low bar president, so it's low bar comedy that's going to get him. Yeah, I get it. You know, like Rage Against the Machine don't give a fuck about him. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that. That's how. That's how fucked up he is. Like. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine could be making raking in dollars over bills. Rage Against the Machine hates each other. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like this is a unified force. Like if the message that they've been saying since the '90s, yeah, yeah, it was easy to give that message in the Clinton years. Yeah. Like if, if the message was that important, like I literally saw a pregnant chick get hit with a beanbag from the cops at the Democratic National Convention because of Rage Against the Machine. Jeez. They did that over that over that bullshit. And they're not saying nothing over Trump. I think they are. They came up with uh, profits of rage because they, they ain't hate saying each nothing other. about Trump, and nobody's listening. It needs to be a Rage Against the Machine reunion. Like I'm all for Chuck D singing for Rage Against the Machine. Don't get me wrong. I love that shit. Yeah. Get rid of be real because that that's just Muppet shit to me. But <laughs> but Chuck D singing for Rage Against the Machine is the the shit. I wanted to see that back when. Uh, before they did that, uh, what was that? The who did they have? They had a well, it wasn't Velvet Revolver. It was the other uh, the other super group. It was Rage Against the Machine with the guy from from Soundgarden. Audio Slave. Yeah. So with before Audio Slave came out, the rumor was Chuck D was gonna sing for them, and I wanted that then. That was 2000. 2000. And that shit didn't happen. It happened now with Prophets of Rage with Be Real Muppet Ass. <laughs> Be Real Muppet. <laughs> he sounds like a fucking Muppet when he raps. Like A little bit. You're right. He does. I like Be Real. I, I like him too. I, I like Cypress Hill. Like Yeah. I don't I I love Cypress Hill, but I don't want him singing Yeah. Yeah. I don't like... want him singing Know Your Enemy in concert. You know what I mean? I get it. I don't want him singing "Killing in the Name of." Like I like Chuck D singing, <laughs> and and, and I like hilarious. Chuck D like writing new shit for them. But get rid of "Be Real." Like nobody's listening <clears throat> to "Prophets of Rage." They're playing little bars. Does he make that noise when he sings it? I I don't want to find out. Oh, like I know I've heard it, but I probably blocked it out. I'm saying the first EP did have. Uh, I believe it had Killing in the Name of with, with Chuck D, and I hated every time Be Real would jump in. Like, they they switched verses, and it's like, I want to hear Chuck D say every one of these lines. Yeah. Like, I'd take fucking Flavor Flavor over <coughs> Be Real. Yeah, you say that now, because Flavor is not out there. But don't let him do it. Hey, I mean, I heard 911's joke in my town. Yeah, he I mean, did good there. Like they had a message, it had his voice. Yeah, yeah, it worked. I feel like that was when back when Flavor Flay was containable. Yeah, that's that's probably true. Yeah, now there's, there's a reason why they're not. They're, you know, yeah, like like Flavor Flay don't have nothing to lose anymore. Yeah, he probably supports Trump now. Look, Flavor Flay was like, I should have been dead 15 years ago. <laughs> He's like, I'm I'm on borrowed time. I apologize for bringing up hip hop. How how are you apologize for bringing up hip hop and you're talking about profits of rage? Like, I brought up profits of rage. But still, I'm just like, like the conversation we were having was 
at the very at, at best hybrid groups, right? It wasn't hip hop. Yeah. You just said Chuck D's name, like that's the. Well, no, you just that's say the closest he, thing. Yeah, yeah he mentioned <laughs> yeah, he be, real be real too. Yeah. 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 Then flavor, flavor. Uh, definitely not a hip hop conversation, but anyway. Well, it's as close as I get. Right. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> look, I, look, there it is. It's like it, in Moses's mind, this was a hip hop conversation. <laughs> that and the time I recommended uh, Jim Jones' Wasted Talent album. There you go. Jim Jones. You still haven't heard it, huh? No. It's good. It's okay. You haven't heard it. I don't have to. I know Jim Jones. Oh. oh. <laughs> now, now you're being me with Incredibles too. Yeah, but the difference is I'm right and you're wrong. Oh, take that, Mo. What you got, Mo? You're going to be better for listening to that Jim Jones album, my friend. <laughs> really? Okay. What's he, it called? He ain't no Wasted talent. Wasted talent. Okay. I'll go look it up. I'll look, Especially I'll... when you look at all the shit that's come out this year mm-hmm. and you play it side by side. Like, I literally had a little moment where I'm like, I don't know how to judge this shit because my nephew was playing with shit he likes and I had heard about this Wasted Talent album. So, you know what? Check this out because I heard this is going to be good. But when I heard his stuff, it just sounded like crap to me. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this is this is what it is. You know, like, that's that's my... So I figured I'm going to feel the same way when I put on Waste of Talent. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. That's, there's a difference between good and bad now. Well, of course, but... I, mean, but I didn't know that, like, with hip-hop, because I can't judge it like that. Oh, it dude. all sounds the same to me. Keep, no, but keep it... No, there's always been a difference, but the difference was more subtle back in the day and you're right now it's very much more distinct but keep it like we live in an age where like in the last month like black thought nas kanye west and jay-z and beyonce all put out an album and like like in the last month like don't get me wrong all those joints are probably like eight songs nine songs because i guess that's what happens now but like, they're not even meant to put out full albums anymore like no. we're going back to singles well i mean you can't call it a single if it's nine songs right like, not, it's not even a maxi single a maxi single like at most is like six. six right but but you know it's like an ep i guess yeah. but the fact is people's attention spans are different now like people don't have the time. Like I, like we live in a day and age where people will skip your your skit on your album. Yeah, and I'm just like, that's messed up. And, <laughs> and Luke Wasted Talent has a good a few of them, but they're not even skits. They're like, I guess that's where I kind of identified with it. Look, I didn't know we we're going into a waste of talent review, but that's where it kind of drew me in because it, it uses a Bronx Tale as the backdrop. That's cool for the whole album. So it starts off. With a quote from it, like a sample, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then the little in-between skits are all different parts of the movie that relate to the next coming up song. You listen to all the skits? See? I mean, that's See? the thing. Like, no, I've been skipping out... them for forever. Like, I, I hear them the first time just to see what it is. But after that, delete that I shit. I come from a generation where if you record, if you, if you. It's a problem. If you get the funding to actually go into a studio and put something on tape, and I say tape because 
is from a time where it wasn't digital recording. Right. Like, if it's on tape, it's meant to be listened to. Like, it's worth your time. Right. Well, that's, right? that's the thing. It takes money to rent a studio, so I figure the skits are, the, are like the gold chain. On, nah, the, on man, the album, I mean, where it's just there, like, oh, I got so much money, I can waste shit. I can waste it on this stupid shit. Look, that's the, that. Well, look, that's that's by today's you, standards, that's kind of what you get, right? Like, if you listen to Kendrick Lamar's "To Pimp a Butterfly," if you skip over the parts that are talking, you're not. You haven't heard that whole album. See, I heard only white people like Kendrick Lamar. Oh, that's crazy talk. I don't I look. Mean, I'm it's, sure, a, it's a reliable source. I'm her, I, look, white people like Kendrick Lamar too, but like white people like a lot of rappers. What we're gonna mess around and be like, oh, Jay Z doesn't have credibility because white people like him. Man, I well, according I, to my source, that's fine. But like the typical answer for a good rapper is Kendrick Lamar from a white person. That's right. I mean, that's according to my I, source, that's right. Baba, my thought was in five. But listen, like Kendrick Lamar's content does isn't diminished because white people claim to like it. I, I would not be surprised if uh, uh, a good portion of people that listen to that album, black, white, whatever race, don't understand it. It's it it is it it's layered, and you know, but it's it's definitely poppy too. So I guess it's one of those things where you can get out of it what you want. You know what I'm saying? It's like. It, it's just like how you know um, what's the joint um, you know how they have the the, the, the the song the the diamond in the back you know what I'm saying like that joint where they're talking about uh, you know cruising in that Cadillac and it's like if, if you want to listen to the hook and feel like that's what the whole song's about you can do that but if you listen to the lyrics you're like, well, that's actually like the opposite. And I think that's what Kendrick Lamar is like, too. It's like, you know, you can mess around and just be like, pull up, drink, stand up, drink. Like, you could think like the whole song's just about drinking, but if you listen to the lyrics, it's not. So, you know, it's up to you. Like, take take what you will from the album. Like, the dude messed around and made hits. That happened to be saying something. And if you want to take the message, great. And if you don't, that's okay, too. But, yeah. I think, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So this is a good segue segment to talk a little bit about Luke Cage Season 2. Indeed. Who watched it? I did. I I didn't. You did. You did not. Why is that? Um, I haven't finished the f- first season. <laughs> That's a good reason. That's a yeah. good reason. Like I, I, I really like. I watched the first like eight episodes like five times because I keep every time I talk to somebody like it's at the shops. I'm like, oh, you, oh, this is tight. Look, let's watch it. So I start over from the beginning. I had the same the same issue with Stranger Things. I had the same issue with the first Luke Cage and Daredevil the first season. You know, like oh man. We can, Right. I can't talk. I don't want to wait, you know, three weeks for their next haircut to talk about it. So I just right, pop right. it on. So I start over and over and over. Right. So then I lose my place. Like, uh, I know I'm watching it with Emily. I don't know where I'm at with her. And 
I'm at different stages of this. And then everybody I showed it to already finished it. Right. <laughs> so, Jay, uh, you, you haven't seen it, right? Right. Okay. Uh, Oz, did you see it? No, I haven't. Oh, geez. Should we wait till next week then? I'm I, at least going to watch like a few beginning episodes this weekend. We Look, we should definitely like wait for a full-on review, but I, I'll say... Personally, I, I think it's a better season than season one. Um, don't get me wrong. I could totally see people not feeling that way after watching like the first couple episodes. But yeah. when you give it opportunity to like and do what it does for that second season, it's it, it's like right now I, I'm probably like. I think it's 13 episodes. I'm at episode 10, which I, I haven't started yet. It's like, I'm pretty much like, I, I really, there was a part of me that kind of wanted to keep watching as opposed to doing the show. Mm. Because, and don't get me wrong, obviously, I'm not going to not do the show. But it's just one of those things where I'm just like, man, I, I want to see where this where this ends up. And the only the only downside of it is just that, which is is a similar downside to episode one, or season one. I'm sorry, um, is that you know it it takes a lot of liberties with the characters that it uses, but at the same time, it's kind of like the story that it it chooses to tell is really interesting. After watching Defenders, I'm numb to it. Yeah, but it does a better job than Defenders. Yeah, but you know they ruined all. They, they ruined the name Defenders for me. I hear you. It's like the one character that is a Defender they didn't have in it. No, I mean, I, hey, trust me, I can't, I can't knock you. I get it. Like I, right now, it's like I'm literally reading a Marvel series right now where the Infinity Stones, what the the quote unquote stones. <laughs> they don't call them gems in the in the book are like all turned around and different now and you know they try to justify it a little bit but not enough that makes me feel okay about it and I'm just like wait they changed the colors they they did everything they they called them stones they changed the colors the only thing they they do call like Adam Warlock is consistently calling it the soul gem However, I'm pretty sure if you put it on his head, it'll blend in. We won't even know if it's there or not. We'll just be like, oh, because it's the color of the soul gem from the movie. And they didn't explain how they changed colors, right? Well, I think the explanation they're trying to give us, which they haven't, unless I'm misreading or, or there's something else out there that I haven't read, the explanation is... is um, Friggin' um, Secret Wars. No, like that—that's what I would have said just as a cop out without reading any of it. Yeah, of course. And which is—it is a cop out. Like, I like you know, like the the closest thing I've seen to explanation is the universe is different, and you know, I'm not sure why exactly, and it just like I'm 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 assuming that's an illusion. And you're okay with that. I, no, he is because he loves Marvel. No, I like. I'm literally telling you all the opposite. Where I'm just like, 
I'm not happy about it. Like that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying right now. How how how? Oh, I was ready for to for you to. I thought that was like the middle of it, and then the final of the explanation was you saying how you're okay with it. No, like I'm, what I'm saying is, well, for Luke Cage, I'm saying they took liberties, but the story is good, and it's like it's the TV thing, so I give it a pass. What I'm saying is, it's hard for me to knock that. When in my comic books, I'm reading a story where I'm just like, God damn, the inf- like the friggin space stone is a big giant rock. And look, the fact that I even call it a space stone bothers me. Because it should be a space gem. I don't like this. Well, look, that's where Marvel's at right now. Look, all we can do is cry into our tequila. Because... Unless something extraordinary happens at the end of Infinity, what is this, Countdown? I think it's Countdown. I don't know. Unless something extraordinary happens, it's like, this is where we're at. Because the movies decide to call them stones instead of gems. And it's just like, and change the colors because why? I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's no good reason to change the colors in my opinion. But somebody apparently was like, yeah, we can use the same colors, but we can't have the green in the middle because that's crazy. What? You know, it's, it's, it's really like it's mad arbitrary. And that's that's the worst part of it. Because it's like it, like I say, like I've said time and time before, where it's like you obviously thought it was cool enough to make something of it. In, in in mass media or multimedia what makes it like uncool enough that you're just like oh we've got to make a change here there like if you're talking about something that w- where it was like well it doesn't translate to the medium I totally get that you know what I'm saying it's like if you're trying to go ahead and uh, like what, what was the name of that Kevin Smith villain Onomatopoeia was yeah. that it? What was that? Yeah, the, the sound effect guy. Right. He was in, uh, no, no. In, at the comic, he was in the comics, the uh, whitening guyer. Right. Exactly. That villain doesn't translate necessarily to film. I get that. Or you, there's probably a way to do it, but it makes more sense in the comic medium. And so, if you're like, "Hey, that doesn't truck." quite translate but we want to take the story let's maybe try to switch uh, okay cool but if you're just like hey let's make that stone that was green let's make it orange well why <laughs> you know i don't understand so you know it is what it is but i'm just like dang like it's hard it's hard because i'm just like yeah like and It'd be different, maybe, if it was like, well, outside of those changes, the story was awesome, but the story's only okay. So just like, okay, well, we're just making mad random changes, and it it feels like the heart of what the Infinity Gauntlet was is not in th- this particular story. So I don't know. We'll see. So far, not impressed. With Luke Cage? Infinity Countdown. Luke Cage oh. is great. 
All that to say, Luke Cage is great. The only thing that I dislike is that in 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 episode one, Luke Cage dabs, and I was like, oh, like I feel like the first time like the drug use or the dance, the dance. Oh, that's terrible. I was like, I feel like it's the first time a black person like killed a trend one hundred percent. Like it was already dead, but he like put it like. It was six feet deep. He put it twelve feet deep. I like, like I don't even get it. Like I, I'm old. Uh, I, I'm I'm kind of making peace with the fact that I'm an old fogey because I have no idea what it is. Like well, I mean, and I get that. Here's the thing. There's a there's a there's definitely an argument to be made that like Luke Cage isn't that guy, so he would dab, even though it's like done already. But I'm just like. It made him feel like very uncool and episode. Like it's one of those moments where it's like there was probably like us, like one eighth of the people that were watching the first episode. They were just like, "I'm not gonna watch the next episode just on the strength that he dabbed." You know, and I'm like, that's unfortunate because I'm sad that you didn't send me that picture, that screen grab for pre-production. <laughs> like I could have promoted the show with that picture. Well, listen, you, we can do it for next week when you all watch it. Oh, it's too late. How how's it too late for next week? Well, I guess it's not. Okay, I was making sure we had the same concept of time. Thanks. I don't look. I since January first, twenty eighteen, I've been high out of my mind. There is no time. <laughs> it's all. I live in the moment. Like for the moment, the moment you say next week, that's I'm already beyond that. Listen, I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a, I'm like, I'm, I'm literally like, like oh. Doctor Manhattan, where he like he tells you something, and it's like, oh, that's something he said in a different timeline. <laughs> right. I'm gonna come to the shop, Mo. I'm gonna be like, guess what, man? Let's go right now. Close up. Look, like the Wednesday is a good day for that. I'm like, we hand to Hermosa. In fact, next week, show from Hermosa Beach. Come on through, Oz. He can't. He can't. No, I can't. Yeah. Look, Hermosa's right down the street from San Diego. Yeah, but he's not going to be here in that time. Or will he? No. No. Uh, uh, damn it, Oz. When he does come, it's going to be great. Of course, we're going to have a good time. I don't plan on working that whole week. <laughs> Even though I'm probably just going to see him one day. <laughs> You're not going to San Diego? You're only going to see us? Uh, yeah, I plan on it. So I should I should be there. Yeah. <clears throat> I kind of have a pass in. I just don't want to give up, you know, on the work. But I might have to. You have a pass in? It's one year. It's one. It's one. It's once a year. Okay, can what? I get a pass in? Probably. There you go. Get one for Joe. I'll buy my own. Okay, we're going to have to talk I'll about try. that off the air. I'll try because I know somebody that has an exhibitor booth. And he knows what we do here. Yeah. And he said if I ever need help to like. Let him know. Let him know. Let him know you need three passes. You, Oz, and Jake. Yeah, we'll figure the rest out. Don't worry about it. 
it's gonna be great. I'm high already. <laughs> there it is. Cool. Should we do some news? Yeah, let's jump into some news. Woo! Wow, I <laughs> Lawrence did that, and I was like, "Wait, I haven't hit the button. What happened?" <laughs> that freaked me out a little bit. See, that's the enthusiasm I wanted at the beginning of the show. Moses Magnum, goddamn it! Is that even for me? Comic book news. We should have a like, uh, like current. Uh, <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. Ah, oh, his woo today was way better than that recorded yeah. woo. <laughs> I'm gonna have to give you that so you can edit it in. Um, the the enthusiasm thing, Larry, wasn't even much for me. It was for the whole thing. I felt I felt good. I'm like I guess I, I like, was. I'm, yeah, maybe too good. Yeah, but it so, it, it kind of like to me it reminded me when I host the show, and I'm too busy uh-huh. like running this board and and trying to make everything happen. But I'll tell you, man, you don't give yourself enough credit when you host the show, Moses. You sound good. Thank you, Larry. Like yeah. you, uh, you would get a good job as an ambassador for the Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. No, man, I, I mean that in a real way. And, you know, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from from Jay or from Oz, because I feel like you all could do a good job hosting the shows, the show as well. If you all wanted to do that. But, you know, n- n- most of the time it falls to Moses. And yeah, man, you, you do a, you do a much better job than you give yourself credit for, because I've listened to the shows. I have too, and I cringe. Don't cringe. Trust me, cringing is good. Like you're supposed to. Oh, look! I built a career on it. Right. You're supposed to listen to yourself and figure out how you can be better, but you should also take in the compliments and the 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 praise that you get from people outside of you. Because I mean, you know me. I wouldn't tell you you were good if you weren't. Right. I would totally give you constructive criticism as well and just tell you like how you should how you can be better or tell you how it is that I would like to help if I can like you know I mean you know me it's like if if it wasn't good I would just be like oh well, I would tell you it wasn't good but unless you ask me directly cuz I would if you asked me directly but was it good I'm, I already told you it was. oh okay just checking trying yeah. to see catch you slipping okay I'm like it was terrible like god damn it i messed up no no, no. <laughs> it's like no i got it it's like definitely no it's good i'm telling you man it's like you're not giving yourself enough credit so be better if you want to be but oh, i want to be okay there you go but i'm here to tell you that it's not bad at all by by any means anyway news so after my run-in with jergens it turns out he's now writing comic books for walmart right what the, the fuck is that about the uh, the the first story I read on this said that uh, DC will begin releasing exclusive monthly anthology comic series in Walmart's across the United States next month. Hundred right. page books, mix right. of new and reprinted material, priced at four ninety nine. Now right. that got me excited, and then I read this other story that said um, of those hundred pages, twelve will be new material. Right. But that's not a bad thing. 
Isn't because it? like the 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 reprinted material is you know kind of like their starter like best of quote quote unquote best of stuff and it's in walmart which is like i mean <clears throat> here's my thought on on the whole here's my thoughts on the whole thing like i know like i can't speak for anybody else here but i know my first comic i bought in a 7-eleven that's not something you can do anymore right and so, and it was like random, like, you know, I, I, we, Jay and I were li- literally riding our bikes. We're going to his grandma's house. We stopped at 7-Eleven to get a drink because we were riding hard and we were thirsty. I, I, I saw the spinner rack at the 7-Eleven. I saw a cover that caught my eye and I was like, huh, what's that all about? The comic book was one buck. I picked it up and I was like, hey, here's a dollar. I'll take that along with my drink. And I took it and that started the friggin' lifelong hobby that I do today, which I mean, who can, I mean, I can barely call it a hobby because it's like, it's damn near my addiction. It's our life. You, you want right, to talk about exactly. like, you want to talk about I'm, shit you you can't do anymore. I bought my first comic on the street. Right, dude had it on a blanket next to bootleg tapes of I don't yeah. even remember what. Right, and los rookies or los tigres del norte. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're joking, but you're not really. No, that's joking. what it was. That's how right. uh, and, MacArthur Park. That's how it was too. By the way, so, that, 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 Spanish. that first Where, book I bought. First? That first book I bought, Jim Lee's New X-Men number one. There you go. Where'd you get your first book, Moses? Well, I the first one I actually got, I was at a 7-Eleven as well. It was a little later than you, Larry. Of course. I'm a little younger. Right. But it was Hawkman <laughs> Zero, the you... Zero Hour issue. Look, Jay, where'd you get your first comic? Um... The first one I got or the first one I got for myself? The first one you got was probably from your mom. Yeah. I didn't count that one for me, but yeah. Right. But the first one you got for yourself was where? Pretty sure 7-Eleven. There you go. So all I'm saying is it wasn't in a comic book store. Because if you don't know that comic book stores exist or that comic books are a thing... You're not looking for a comic book store. And so this is why, for me, I was like, this Walmart thing's a big deal because how many people are going to be coming through Walmart, probably children, that are going to be looking at these books and like, oh, what's that? But The cover might, might catch their eye the same way the cover caught my eye when I was like 10 or 9. I don't know how old I was. And pick it up and sure it's like some of it is reprinted and the new stuff is by dan jurgens but that's a good bet dan jurgens is a great introduction to comic books he's not the only one it's just a name that stood out but it's uh <laughs> bendis Kubert, king <coughs> which Kubert? andy cool it's, and, I think it's Andy, not Adam. It's Andy. And uh, according to this story, anyway. And, I mean, earlier, 
you know, Mo was talking about thin ass little magazines. This is a hundred page magazine. It's not right. even uh I'm I'm seeing a picture of it. It doesn't even look like just a comic book. It looks like a magazine. Five right. bucks for a hundred pages? Rolling Stones what, like twelve, thirteen bucks? Yeah. It's good deal to me. No, especially well, I, for I, new I talked to Larry about it in the past where uh another magazine that kind of got a little smaller was Mad Magazine. Oh yeah. And okay. that Mad Magazine is twelve bucks off the rack. Yeah. Right. But no, I mean the stuff that re- that DC is reprinting is like their um what's the I'm sorry, like I'm I'm blanking. What's DC's initial oh rebirth? It's like their rebirth stuff. Along with like some classic, like really classic kind of stories in each of these like different superhero genres, and then some new stuff from from uh, what's your enemy Oz? Jurgens. From Jurgens. There you go. Jurgens hand lotion. Right. <laughs> Both my but enemy no, I mean, and my friend. Right, your enemy, your friend of me. But no, but I mean, and it, that's what I'm saying is like Jurgens. Is from an era that where where comics were specifically all ages, and that's okay. I mean, it's like if you're an adult and you read it, you'll probably have a good time. If you're a kid and you read it, you'll have a good time. That's what that's what DC is trying to do here, where they're just like, can we get some new readership? People that aren't reading comics already might pick it up in a Walmart if they see something that might entice them. Now, how good it will or won't or won't do remains to be seen because obviously it's all going to be dependent on how people perceive like the the packaging. Oh, but I mean obviously superheroes are hot right now, so is it going to have Superman 110? Uh, look, which which Comic is Superman one ten. That's the one where it's called Superman and Plastic Man. Oh, I don't know. Cause that's what I want again. Okay. Like I want that reprinted in there so I can have a reason to go to Walmart. I mean, it it could be. I don't know. It was written by J- Dan Jurgens. Well, if it and- was written by Dan Jurgens, probably not because he's writing new stories in those books. I think issue. One and two are going to be uh, Palmati, Palmiati. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they're, uh, his Batman story. I, think I mean, it's, it's cool. Yeah, I hope it works. Because we need new readers. I guess. No, no, don't guess. No. I mean, if they make good movies, we don't need new readers. What? No, Mo, movies don't translate to comic sales. Yeah, but they don't. If they make good enough movies that make enough money, they don't care about comic sales. Like Marvel. You say that now, but I don't know, man. Like, here's the thing Marvel is making enough movies with enough people in them that they might be like, you know what? We don't need these comics anymore because. Right. I'm okay with that. No, wait. Why are you okay with that? Because they don't make the movies like the comics I like anyway. 
So it's like, if I'm going to watch the movies, because I'm going to watch them anyway, why I got to read the comics too? Well, you don't have to read the comics, but you well, want... Exactly, yeah, that's what I'm not doing. But, but you want so them to go away? I don't, I don't care at this point. As uh, long as Image still stays. Image? That's image? the comics I read. Image, RT. Really, image don't make any superhero books, almost. I mean, I don't need super... That's the thing, I don't need superhero books, because the movies are so good. Oh, see, well... And that, and it's like, I, that, I feel the, the conflict of enjoying the movies, even they do, they do dumb shit. It's like, I, I think the movies are great, too, and I would like them to stick around, at least the MCU ones, and, you know, be as good as they are, if not better. But I don't want the comics to go away. I want, I want like, and I, I, when I say that, I mean that across the board. Like, even if the DC movies became good, I don't want the DC comics to go away. Yeah, look, I, luckily, we don't have to worry about that. I wouldn't mind if the movies went, went away. They're, they make for some awkward situations. You know what's the weirdest shit is Voodoo like decided to put an ad on my feed. Voodoo who? Voodoo the video rental app. Movie rental app. Never heard of. You've heard of Voodoo. We talked about Voodoo before. Every time you get a free digital version, it's usually Voodoo. Well, it's a movies anywhere, but it used to be like we talked about it because that was their. They were for a while. They were only on PlayStation Three. Okay, and uh, and that's how everybody got their free trial. But, um, yeah, they decided to put an ad on my feed, and they they did like, oh, watch all the good comic book movies on Vudu, and it's a picture of Jonah Hex uh. with Josh <laughs> Brolin, <laughs> and I didn't even recognize it was Jonah Hex because I was just looking at Megan Fox. I'm like, man, that Megan Fox in that corset, like, what movie is that? And then I saw Josh Brolin next to her. I'm like. Man, why the fuck with Voodoo? Like, this algorithm's all fucked up because they would know I would hate this shit. Josh Brolin's come a long way. Yeah. Well, That's- he was good until he did <clears throat> Jonah Hex. Then he went down a little bit, and then he came back up. Josh Brolin came out with three movies this year. Yep. And and it's and it's like friggin' June. <laughs> yeah. Like that's crazy, right? Like Josh Brolin's been in three movies this year. Yep. Six months in. That's like, like he can be goofy on Instagram now. That's how like right. famous he Just is. Whatever he wants. Josh Brolin got yeah. carte blanche. <laughs> he can't say the N-word, but yeah. Right. Well right. Listen, that's a whole nother level. You yeah. gotta be like Eminem. And even then we're kinda like eh. Barely. Like, I feel like Eminem uses it but not like Only with his homies. Right. Like <laughs> in the right circumstance. Right. I don't Eminem. think I've heard but, it in any like, of his songs. <laughs> That's why we appreciate Eminem. Eminem understands. He's like, you right. know, it's not for everybody. He's he's not that friggin' cash me outside girl. Right. Thank God. So okay, I hate that I know who she is. <laughs> Tiger Claw says, "Well, okay, I just I shouldn't put it like this because Tiger Claw put a a story." from comicbook.com that says Tom McFarlane says a Spawn and Venom movie crossover could be a possibility. I don't believe yeah. that at all. That, that sounds like crazy talk. It's out of context. Okay. Tell me about it. He says like, yeah, it could work like in terms of 
Like he wants it to happen, like, not that it's gonna happen. If they decide happen. that that's what they want to happen, he would let it happen because he wants that money. You know what I mean? He's putting oh, out the okay. hints to, yeah. to Sony. Yeah, that that that's all he says, and it's only because the necroplasm and the symbiote share a lot of similarities, and then the so similarities that from Kevin Feige. No, no, we heard that like from Todd McFarlane on his like live video on Instagram. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I said Kevin Feige, but technically, that deal hasn't gone through yet, right? Sony. I mean, that's Sony. Uh, oh, no, this is Sony. Well, Marvel and Fox is the deal that I think you're thinking of. Has no. nothing to do with Sony. But yeah, so Sony, Sony has like the, they led Spider Man, but that's it. That's so, it. Yeah. Sony's not even trying to let Venom to. No, no. It, it's just it's a question he was asked in some forum. You know, like he, he's been real active in the last year on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, it's actually, if you follow him on Instagram, it's tight because he posts these videos where it's like him drawing, but him talking about his experience drawing a certain issue of Marvel and stuff. Oh, that's cool. You know, so it, it's kind of cool. It's almost like a live, like, documentary. That's how. Awesome. Um, yeah, it is awesome. And now Instagram has it, like, <laughs> Instagram has a TV uh, section where, like, all the videos from the feed come up in that section, so you could just watch them uninterrupted, like, like actual content. Yeah. You know? Well, you mean like the thing that comes at the top of your Instagram feed, or are you talk about something else? Well, you know the stories. Yeah. So you know how they're cut up; you have to click on them or flip yeah. them. So with that, you don't have to do none of that. All the videos that are from the same content, like, are bunched together. You just watch them as video file. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so you can switch between channels like the TV, you know? But it's all the people you follow. Got it. So it's kind of cool. I mean, maybe, like, if we put our heads together, we can do something for that, for the show, but... We will. Yeah, I doubt it. I believe. But, um... But, yeah, so it's in, like, one of those type of things where he said it, because... I know Tom and finally don't speak out of school <laughs> like that. And, and and let's face it, that's just not going to happen. They couldn't even get Venom right. Like, how are they going to get a Venom spawn crossover done right? You know, like, it it's can't a, even be, really be done right. You know what I mean? It Like, Venom, Ven, I'm sorry, Spawn Batman, that's one thing. Yeah. Venom Spawn, that's a bad idea. Yeah. Because <laughs> they both have, like, a symbiotic kind of thing happening. Yeah. You don't want to mess that up or like try to confuse or yeah. it's not going to work. Audience. Yeah. It won't work. Yeah. I mean, they kind of did the the spawn thing with the cape on Doctor Strange, you know? Only the spawn's cape is less funny. You talk about comic or you talk about the movie? The movie. Got it. Yeah, spawn's cape is not as funny as Doctor Strange's cape. I agree with you on that. Speaking of which, you should mess with Mark Wade's uh, Doctor Strange. Just interesting. I should, but I'm not gonna. Okay. Hey, I'm just putting it out there for the audience. Oh, I like Hecht or Tiger Claw, even though Tiger Claw's in Marine Comics, or Jay, Oz, or Mo. I'm good. So, uh, in other news. Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was going to say, what's next? Go oh, okay, so in other news, speaking of things that don't quite work, we have a Morbius <laughs> live action 
I mean, with Jared Leto playing Morbius. Here's the thing. Yeah. Jared Leto could probably be a fantastic Morbius. We right. said that about Joker. Right. However, in a Morbius movie, which... With no Spider-Man. Right, which probably won't have any Spider-Man or or too little Spider-Man. No, thank you. Like, that's... Like, why would we even have a Morbius movie when he wasn't introduced in a Spider-Man movie first? I mean, we're getting yeah. a Venom movie. I mean, but, well, here's the thing. Like, um... Bad idea too, Oz. Here, here's the thing. Uh, Morbius suffers from the same thing that, like, Cloak and Dagger, would've, you would have thought would have suffered. Uh, Punisher, you think, would have suffered. Uh, Speedball, you think, would have suffered. Night Thrasher, you think suffered? Huh? Not speedball, penance. Oh no, speedball, but penance eventually. But all these characters were created in, or I wouldn't even say created, and I would say debuted in Spider-Man comics. Mm. And that's why we have such a, a good connection. And then they, they 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 those connections come back to haunt us. I guess haunt is a, is not a, a good way to put it, but. It's like it sticks with us that they're tied into Spider-Man because they were debuted in Spider-Man books. You know, their uh, Cloak and Dagger was what was it? Uh, Spider-Man sixty-four, I think. I don't know if that's right. Just say it confidently. No one will challenge. Yeah, Spider-Man sixty-four. There you go. Uh, <laughs> oh god. And uh, and then Daredevil was what when Amazing Spider-Man one twenty-nine. Or whatever, so we we got that. So I think that that's the thing that kind of puts put, gives me the hajita of this fucking uh, Morbius thing. I think they could do it without Spider Man and do it well. I don't think they're gonna. But um, this, here's the here's what scares me. The confirmation came from Jared Leto's Instagram, and it's the picture from Amazon. From Morbius, the Living Vampire trade paperback, the one written by Joe Ting, like mm. three years ago, that was a terrible series. Yeah, it was bad, right? Yeah. Like I, I hate to talk shit about Joe Ting. No, I mean it happened, but, but it was a bad series. I I got rid of my white cover. How bad it was? Did you really? Yeah. That's hilarious. I gave it to somebody to draw something. I never went back to pick it up. And I paid. <laughs> Damn. So uh, it's like, yeah, I don't really care. I just told him, do what you want here. Here's your fee. And then I didn't, I didn't go back to get it. Um, Not on purpose. Like, I just didn't get the chance to go back. But I don't miss it. But, yeah, so that's what he chooses to confirm that he's playing. So that already puts the, like, give me the heebie-jeebies about this Morbius movie. You know what I mean? Now, to me, like, Jared Leto already played Morbius in Raccoon for a Dream. What? You know what I mean? Like, that that, that hunger, that, that like, <laughs> despair, like, they, it works. It works for Morbius. Like, you could just do that again and just phone it in. Instead of having to like give his co stars like mice and gift boxes, you don't have to go all uh, Daniel Day Lewis with it, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and here's the thing I mean, 
it's like I won't 100% disagree with you in the sense that there's a way that a Morbius movie might potentially work without Peter Parker first but I will say that I think there's a difference between a Morbius and a Cloak and Dagger. Like, while a Cloak and Dagger was definitely introduced in Spider-Man first, I feel like those are characters that can live on their own outside of Spider-Man in a much different way than Morbius can. Right. I know... um, Sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, Cloak and Dagger while they may have been technically introduced as, like, foils to Spider-Man, are kind of anti-heroes, as opposed to Morbius, which is technically a villain that you could maybe move into an anti-hero space, like Venom. And I loved that- when he had all those homeless people working for him. That was hilarious. Wait, what? Yeah, you're not going to get that in the movie. You talk about Morbius having almost be work for him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When he was trying to be good, he had like homeless people killing bad guys for him, but the homeless people couldn't tell bad guys from good guys. Oh, they were just killing indiscriminately. Of course. And see what you're talking about—a Venom Spawn crossover. I think a Morbius Spawn crossover would be easier to pull off. It would be. Oh, it would be it. Ultimately, no. a Morbius movie is just going to be a vampire movie. It's it's going to be the new Twilight. That's what they're shooting for. And what? that that's the thing that would work well. No, it wouldn't work well. No, I mean the the love like him trying to get be become human again because he is a science vampire. Right. Although this movie might not do that. Well, that would be so sick. him trying to like find his cure and 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 everything for the woman would uh. You know, it could be a woman just like in Twilight that has no physical or apparent charm. <laughs> and it would work because it's Jared Leto. No, like but you that, would like chicks like that. But that doesn't work because that's not a Morbius story. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's part of a Morbius story, but it's not the whole thing. I hope he has metal fangs. Oh, my God. You All know, the- um... The one thing that that makes it hard to not have a Spider-Man in it is because a lot of the Morbius stuff that I like is with Spider-Man in it. Part of it, um, of Spider-Man's sense of responsibility, like to find a cure instead of just beat him, you know? Right. I mean, all I'm saying is, like, here's the thing. Morbius isn't even the best choice <clears throat> a standalone, like, if you're going to try to, like, redeem a villain or a character in a movie, he's not the best choice. It's not to say that Morbius is irredeemable, because in the comic, he's very redeemable. Right. But you need Spider-Man first. Yeah. And that's all there is to it. It's like, it's not to say that Morbius can't be an interesting character or potentially spin out into his own series, but you have to have him in a Spider-Man movie first for people to understand who he is, what he's doing, and why he's doing it. 
Because if he does that without Spider-Man, it's just kind of like, well, who who's the person that's supposed to like, like, kind of like who's the lens the lens for me to look at this character through? Right. Because I guess you could pick some other person. Like a random cop or something like that, but I don't feel like it, it ends up being as good. And maybe I'm wrong, but that's how that's what I feel right now. <clears throat> oh, I don't know. Yeah, I like. We're getting a, a Venom movie soon, right? So why not a Morbius one? Yeah, I mean, I. I... I feel like they could do a better job, like get rid of the Venom and Morbius and just do a Prowler. Prowler would be easier. Yeah, like, and it could actually be a good movie without Spider Man in it. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Well, of course, that's not going to happen because Jordan Peele doesn't have a contract with Sony. Wait. Why Jordan Peele? I think he would do it really well. Oh, got it. Interesting. So, he did two things really well. Get out and Last OG. Is does he what does he do for Last OG? Oh, he's a writer. Like he wrote with Tracy Morgan. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And he directed, I think, like half the episodes. Larry acting like he doesn't know his boss. What? You're in it, Larry. I am? Yeah. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer's in it. He looks just like you, and he like even rocks your haircut. Well, I don't know. You, you only have that haircut like half, half the year, but yeah. You're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, DC Comics cancels Cyborg's comic again. I don't know. Does anybody care? I do. They're, 23 is the last issue, even though they nope. had solicited 24 and 25. Wait, he has solicits for 24 and 25? Yeah, those are canceled now, which sucks because 23 ends in a cliffhanger. Apparently, Why? I don't know. I haven't read it. Why would they not at least go to 24. I don't know. The, the, the reason they're canceling it is because it's not selling. I mean, one one more month won't kill him. Will it? But he'll be back in Justice League Odyssey, which looks kind of goofy. And Darkseid looks like a like a teenage angsty titan. Well, he's on the Justice League now, right? So I don't like it. I don't think you should. But, yeah. Can you imagine if they made Apocalypse the X-Man? That's basically what DC decided to do. That's what they're doing with other villains. I mean, Clayface, you know, Batman redeemed them. And well, well, Lobo. Clayface. Wait, aren't they going to make it? I thought that's the whole reason they turned him into a baby. But look, you have been reading. Make him an X Man. In, in Odyssey, he's a wait. 
Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, that's out. That's out of my. Apocalypse was going to Xavier's school, but it turned out badly, and so he wasn't officially on an X team. No. As far so that means that means that all the the no he won't the the pre like Deadpool two movie like praising of Deadpool. Through the comics was all bullshit. Then, what do you mean? Because there's like they, a lot of people like, oh, Deadpool's so great. Like, he helped the girl from committing suicide, and they show the pages, you know, of where that happened in this issue of comics, which was just a ripoff of that. Um, was it All Star Superman? And uh, and then they show when he talks to Baby Apocalypse about being who he needs to be, like you know. No matter what he's he's supposed to be, like he can still choose or some shit. Right. So like everybody's like, oh, Deadpool's so great. He stopped this woman from committing suicide, and he helped Deadpool. Like, he helped Baby Apocalypse. And even when they tried to kill Baby Apocalypse, like he was the one against it, like in X Force. Right. So it's like, yeah, he's not a good guy. It turned out terribly. I mean. He can still claim at least. That means he could have technically like saved baby Hitler. What do you mean saved baby Hitler? Like if somebody was trying to kill baby Hitler, like he would have he would have fought against it. Oh, gotcha. Well, I mean, hey, that might be true. I mean, that makes more sense for Deadpool mm-hmm. than him being a good guy. So I'm gonna go on the comment rant. <laughs> all those posts on Instagram. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Heather Locklear is in trouble with the law. What did what did Heather Locklear do? She beat up like two cops, and then got put on suicide watch. What? Yeah, and then she got out and did it again. What do you mean she did it again? She beat two cops up again? And yeah, EMT. like, well, EMTs, like, that were, like, responding to her and, and cops, too. Well, like, EMTs aren't cops. No, no, but they all came together. So she's, like, hitting them, all of them. What is she hitting them for? She's nuts. Oh. Yeah, she's, I, I guess she's had drug issue problems and maybe early onset dementia due to, you know, cocaine use. I mean, she did date, like, Tommy Lee and. Richie Sambora and so, how many times did the police shoot her? No, <gasps> you know that's her superpower. She's a, a pretty white woman. Oh, so no, no. And you know you would ask how this relates to comics, but she was in Return of the Swamp Thing, the, the sequel to the Swamp Thing movie. That's hilarious. So we we talked about Walmart selling comics, but uh, GameStop is also going to sell comics. But isn't this, like GameStop like somebody's trying to buy GameStop like they're going bankrupt? I, who knows? It, it's, but they're gonna I put know comics I in their shop. Seven sixty four for them, but they didn't take it. They wanted credit instead. But yeah, the GameStop and Think Geek stores are gonna start selling comics, which I didn't even know Think Geek had actual. Brick and mortar places. I thought they were all online. Yeah, where where are those? I, I don't know, but the reading the story made it seem like there's 
there's a store. Now, I know at GameStop they sell ThinkGeek stuff, so maybe that's what they mean. They Like, it's GameStop slash ThinkGeek now. Maybe. Um, yeah, I'll let you know when they start selling. See what they what they're doing. It makes sense. They sell all kind of collectibles and stuff. Might as well throw comics in. But I doubt it's gonna be anything obscure. Like it's gonna be like two books from the top three. I mean, that's okay, I think. Like I mean, I guess my thought is more so like it's like any other industry where you have people that like brands that bring you in and then once you're in that's when you mess around and have other brands that try to pull you away you know where it's like you already do this so why don't you try this one and you know that's okay like because it's like marvel and dc and image just like live and die on the quality of the stories they tell. The end. Yeah, so I'm looking up uh, Think Geek stores online, and I think it is just the GameStop store. Like it comes up as just Think Geek, but I'm looking at the addresses, and I think that's the GameStop I go to. Oh wow! But yeah. It, comes as as though it's its own thing so it probably is a slash thing and i don't know something's where you're going like if it's not a game it's it's think geek then there's a rumored story of a silk movie i didn't see that which would also not have spider-man in it yeah that makes no sense <laughs> which, whatsoever especially with silk because it's not just the same spider but like, half it's like the they're thing... supposed to fuck and breed. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It would be strange that there's a Silk story with no Spider-Man in it at all. She's not even that good, like... As a character, you mean, or...? No, like, as a hero... I mean, yeah, I think she gets sidelined often. Yeah, because it's like she learned it later on in her life. So she's making mistakes. I guess that could be a charm. I don't think they could buy that in movie form, though. That's like a comics thing. Because it worked out for her series. Then her, like, Black Cat, like, crossover thing. I don't know. Yeah, fuck Sony. (laughs) You guys want to know what what books to buy this uh, this week? What books are those? Uh, According to IGN, there's a list for books releasing today. Um, let's see. We got the Century Number One. Looks I like want to read that. Dude looks like uh, One Punch Man with hair. Yeah. So that blue instead of red. Yeah, so that's a Larry book. Why is that Larry? Because it's Marvel, and you love it. But you love Se- it already. Like Sentry's a, a fantastic character. Right. Mikey Spillane's Mike Hammer number one. 
don't know what that From is. hard case crime? What That's a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, it looks like it's a crime book. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Anniversary Special Number One from Boom. Black Panther Number Two. Absolute Sandman Overture Hardcover. 125 bucks. Sounds Jeez. like a steal. I want to get that. Really? Yeah, because I didn't finish reading the series because it took so long to come out. Now it's collected. Unfortunately, it's collected in a 125-page book. $125. No, $125. Yeah, $125. I don't know. I didn't even see yeah. the page count. But it's a hard it's counts, a hard book. Yeah. The page count's like... But see, that's the thing about hard books. Like, I don't want to read them. I just want to have them because... You fuck up the spine, that's it, your book's gone. Let's see, what else do they have? Uh, Teen it's Titans. like a 200 page book. Teen Titans special number one. Multiple Man number one. That's another Larry book. I will read Multiple Man number one. Shadow Roads number one from Oni. It's a Western comic. And Thano Wins by Donny Cates, trade paperback. What the hell's Thano Wins? Is that like the the movie but in comic book form? Thanos Wins? That's, yeah, that's the title. Well, yeah. Thanos Wins by Donny Cates. Not a big fan of Donny Cates, but... Yeah. Larry loves it. No. Oh, I think it's okay. It's, uh, oh, isn't this what's going on right now? It's uh, standalone. The Mad Titan meeting his future self. Isn't that what's going on right now? So this is like just happened. No. Uh, I don't Nobody know. knows. Yeah, I don't know. Either. I see a picture of the. The thing holding an Infinity Stone, and I'm guessing Wolverine, because it's got the claws. <laughs> this looks like uh, uh, what's the home chick's name? The uh, stretchy. Well, whatever. I don't care. It's Marvel. <laughs> and that's it. Nothing on image, huh? No. The oh. Tom Holland said that the new movie, new Spider-Man movie, is going to be called Far From Home. Uh, according to Kevin Faggy, like that name could mean a bunch of different things. I didn't bother to read it, like what the meanings could be, because I don't care. I'm going to watch it anyway, and I'm going to bitch about it anyway. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is not in it. Yeah. Well, officially, I mean, he could still sneak in there. All they need to do is renew his contract, and they'll put him in there, like, in After Effects. <laughs> Actually, you're, you're not even, again, you're not even joking, because all you need is the, no, uh, that's kind the of what Iron they Man did suit, and you don't even need the voice. But that's kind of what they did for him in Homecoming, you know? Yeah. It is what it is, but now not how it always has to be. 
Yeah. Hey, yes, I need a Teen Dark Side Teen Group crossover. Now I'm really angry. The the dark side in that cover I posted just looks weird to me. It's it's too cartoony for dark side. Joe must have just seen it. Oh jeez. No, you say too cartoony, but Dark Side was in Teen Titans Go. So it's like Yeah, but he still can't be cartoonier than that. But he looked like he his face was still all cracked and stuff, right? Yeah. Like this this dark side looks like he's straight out of like a uh World of Warcraft. He's casting a motherfucking spell. <laughs> Alright, he's 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 too pretty, I guess. He's they they like new lowboed him up. Yeah. He but doesn't look Kirby enough. At least they had the decency to kill New Lobo. The thing is, there's certain characters that have to be Kirby, even if he didn't create them. Because that's how they... Uh, that's how they envisioned them, you know? Yeah. yeah, and I'm looking at pictures of him in Teen Titans Go, and I mean, that's he- that's Darkseid. Yeah, he looks like Darkseid is just a, a sleeker color palette. Yeah, like he's all smooth except his face. Hector chat says Darkseid in Teen Titans Go is voiced by Weird Al. Clearly the best Darkseid. Yeah, I mentioned that before. But you didn't mention it now, Jay. You didn't mention it now. That's true. And you know Larry doesn't have good memories. And I didn't take it. No memories. Joe took my memories. You're bad. Sir. Is that Azrael on that cover? Yeah, it's Azrael. That's Starfire. And that's Jessica Cruz. Those are the Teen Titans right now? Those the uh, Justice League Odyssey. Oh, jeez. Well, Cyborg's in there, too. From the earlier yeah, story. But- I'm he just Larry looked like, he's he, not looking at it. He just looked like the Witchblade to me. <laughs> but he's not even showing, like, side boob. He's all covered. <laughs> he's too covered. Well, I was going to say darkness, but it sounds bad using it in reference to him. <laughs> darkness! I'm not really too happy about this cover, but I kind of like Starfire and Jessica Cruz. Yeah. They made Starfire look less slutty. Jessica Cruz looks good. He's a good character. I mean, the art itself is actually good. Like, even, like, showing the vastness of space contained in that circle. That alone, I love. Mm. Like, they could get rid of everybody and just show me that picture. I I like it. But, um, and then the spell he's casting has that, too. But... Dark side design and looks like Ronan from the movie. That's what I should have said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he that's fucking Ronan. It's Dark Side the Accuser. <laughs> so sad. Heck says that's as And I felt like Ronan like didn't look creepy enough. Yeah. Whatever. I'll 
I'll probably read it. Hex says, that's Azrael? More like Azrael. I like that. Take that. Right. I you know how to take the sounds off this stupid Discord. It beeps at me every time I'm not on it. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we get out of here? Nah, cool. man. All right. Let's play ourselves out. Okay. Give us some final thoughts. Um... Yeah, I, I got nothing. That's fair. Oz, final thought. I'm going to go watch Incredibles 2 again, see what you guys are talking about. Or. Most Magnum, final thoughts. Rest in peace, Vinnie Paul. Legendary drummer in bands, well, in Pantera. Damage Plan and Hell Yeah weren't as legendary, but they were good in their own right, but. A lot of people had like got a lot of good things to say about him. And I was a fan. Died of a massive heart attack in his sleep. No foul play suspected. Just happy he didn't feel any pain on his way out. Indeed. Rest in peace. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you very much for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week. In the meantime. Check us out on Twitter. Follow us. Check us out on Instagram. Follow us there as well. Join the Facebook group, because why not? And uh, we'll be back next week. So until then, we're out.